0: Back with episode 68 of the TNA Cross the Line podcast I'm Bob Gallion Jr. With me as always is Dallas Gridley in Dallas We have a new NWA World Heavyweight Champion Double J Jeff Jarrett, ain't he great? The chosen one, King Can't say it quite yet, now can I? No, I can't But he's the chosen one, baby He's the world champ But not everything is cheery because you know what? Hulk Hogan, he bailed, bound for glory, we ain't bound for nothing Hulk Hogan's not coming in They canceled the pay-per-view Where do we go from here? Jeff Jeff Champ, no Hogan Who should be the challenger? I need to know, Dallas Who's going to be there tonight? Some mystery guy that
1: that Jimmy Hart used to manage I need to know, I have questions and I need answers that's what I was just gonna say. We are gonna find out tonight because Jimmy Hart. He still fulfilled his obligation. He came to the asylum last week. He said, "Listen up, baby. I got a challenger for you, baby. That I used to manage, baby. After you beat me up." And so that's what's going on. And so he's bringing someone in this week. It's probably gonna be no one good because who did Jimmy Hart manage that was good, Bob? How are you times, man? Okay, uh, who did Jimmy Hart manage that we want to see in TNA in two thousand three? Jimmy Hart. Um, okay. Um, no. So, uh, what about Greg
0: Valentine?
1: I am not a Greg Valentine fan. So, how about?
0: Oh, you know what, dude? This is fucking great. I have a list
1: of, of guys. all the people he
0: managed. I think so. I think is it like?
1: Hard. Is it like super long? <coughs>
0: Excuse me. Um.
2: Uh, there's two
0: pages There's two pages worth.
1: Okay. Give us some highlights. Okay. Like, some realistic options for us here.
0: Okay. Realistic options. Okay. Macho Man Randy Savage.
1: Uh. In 2003. You never know. He's doing you that rap know. album and stuff. And it, I'm gonna have you hold that thought, actually.
0: Okay, um, oh, shit, Bobby Eaton could come back. He could
1: come back. Uh, Bret Hart. Um. Post-stroke. Uh, no, that one's definitely not happening.
0: Oh, boy, this could be a good one. How about Brian Knobs?
1: Oh God! I really hope not, but I could see that actually being a thing. It's like one of Hogan's good friends, and like since Hogan's not there, he sends his like one of his good friends. Oh my God! Uh, Oh my God!
0: Good friends. How about Brutus Beefcake?
1: I could see it happening. Oh my God! Jeff Uh, Jarrett versus uh, the Brutus, the fucking barber Beefcake in the main event for the title. Oh no! How
0: about Jerry Flynn? I mean, I
1: guess it could happen. Oh (laughs) my
0: God! How about Kamala? Uh, Kong Bundy.
1: I could see them doing that shit.
0: Uh oh, oh man, this could be a good one. Uh, Lex Luger.
1: Okay, now Dungeon
0: of Doom era. That's hey, great Lex it's
1: Lex nasty. Luger is actually a probably a pre- pretty realistic option because I mean he's just wrestling in WWE. Uh, within our time frame here i mean he he was semi-active and that's like a pretty big name now the problem with that is the only reason i can't see them doing that and pulling the trigger on luger is because luger is a name that you're going to want to actually yeah you know announce um but besides that that's actually not the worst option
0: Okay, there's a few more here. How about, I didn't even know this one happened, but apparently this was in Memphis Wrestling, which I haven't gotten to yet in my reviews. But how about, and we have actually seen him too. Uh, Mabel.
1: I could see that happening, but because of his like weird absence, it makes me wonder if they'd actually bring him back.
0: Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he would.
1: Uh, Meng. That'd be interesting, but I don't know. What's he doing in 2003? Can he still do anything? I'm sure you could still do something. Realistically, anyone that they pick is going to be in the... They're going to be the older generation. They're going to be
2: uh, probably not moving very well.
1: I don't know, man. We'll see how what
0: about, happens. But, how, Sabu? What? <laughs> I think he managed Sabu. I don't know.
1: You got to be kidding me.
0: Is this real? Or is this like... Am I guessing? I can't tell if this website's like, a hey, guess if he managed these guys or if he did manage them. But he's in pictures with these people. So I'm assuming that he did. So Sabu, yeah. But he never managed Vader. Or did he?
1: What the heck?
0: I don't fucking know anymore. Uh, uh, the Yeti. The Yeti. Yeah. I don't fucking know, man. Is this what is this? Are people? I think people are guessing. Okay. Well, well, I think everybody that I mentioned, I think he managed, and if not, he should have, and they should be at least options that uh, that he that he that they could come in.
1: Well, yeah, and some of those aren't the worst things, but yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. It'll, we're all bummed out. Bob's really bummed out. He he did not like last week's show, um, and I did. I thought it was a decent show, and it was the first time that we have disagreed in a very long time. And as far as disagree, I mean, you know, very like different results. So um, it's pretty interesting. And going forward, I think we're kind of we kind of Hogan left a bad taste in our mouth, man. I mean, you you hype up this Hogan thing. He he isn't signed, but then last week they say he is signed. To try to, like, keep you excited of, like, Hogan is going to fight Jared at some point. Just so you guys know, we're rescheduling Bound for Glory. Maybe it won't happen until 2005 and maybe Hogan won't be there. But there's only one way to find out. And that's keep on listening to the TNA Cross the Line podcast and you will get your answer. Speaking of this Hogan thing,
0: did you listen to the My World podcast?
1: Um, I am actually behind so I have not listened to the Hogan episode yet. You but son of a bitch! I should have skipped ahead and actually listened to that one uh, before we got out here. I'm actually on the No Surrender 2006 episode, so I'm three episodes oh, behind. Jeez, what is wrong with you? Um, our wrestling show uh, venture really threw off my podcast game, so it just and then uh,
0: I my world comes out on a Tuesday, and we went to shows Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So what's the talking-
1: because I catched, I caught up watching wrestling I was missing, as those days went on, and then listening to probably podcasts from the week before, and it was dude, my whole week was screwed up. It's still screwed up from that those shows because I didn't have the extra time I normally have to work and watch shows. I'm a mess. But was it a good episode? Do you do you like to give some highlights? I'm still gonna listen regardless. Yeah, so
0: I thought it was very. Uh... Very interesting, especially because you know we're we're going through the same notes that Conrad's doing, and yet we don't have you know hundreds of thousands of followers yeah. or whatever. And, but
1: well, and we're not Jeff Jarrett who is doing the business with him.
0: Well, that's a good point. Yeah, right. We're not Jeff Jarrett. Um, but so Conrad kind of was like, he's like JF, Do, do you think maybe? Do you think maybe you got you that's got used? Really.
1: That's a really bad accent, but, um, okay. I know this,
0: okay? I'm trying to to fucking talk. God. Jesus. You know what? Fine. You know, I'll do my comrade impersonation. Let me get my phone and I'll just do an upskirt shot of Lana at ringside at a WWE pay-per-view because that's what he did.
1: I almost just choked on my soup.
0: Yeah, well, that's what happened. Anyway, he was like, Jeff, do you think Hogan kind of used you guys? For a potential like WWE return or whatever And Jeff was like no, 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 no It was Bring like it all It's like it was all He's like Hogan was all in And Conrad's like he never signed a contract And Jeff was like I wouldn't have gone over to Japan to shoot the angle If Hogan wasn't set in stone For the bound for glory date And then is like but Jeff He never signed a contract
1: yeah, how can you be all and in in stone without a contract?
0: And then he still was booked to do the January fourth show for New yes. Japan. yes. So all that considered is like, did Hulk kind of use you guys to get a deal? And Jeff is just insistent that never had that he didn't think that was the case. And wow. Uh, Conrad kind of had the, the overall timeline incorrect because, uh, you know, he was like, oh, there'd be no WrestleMania 20 in 2004 without Hulk. But it turns out that Hogan wasn't there. He got in. He went in 2005 at 21. He was involved with the shows and stuff like that. But
1: That's a really good point, actually. Yeah.
0: So... Uh, yeah, I mean, Jeff was very – he he was convinced that Hulk was going to go. A question was asked by a fan if, uh, if Hogan would have won the NWA world title. And Jarrett was like, well, yeah. Yeah, that's the belt he wanted. That would make the most sense. I thought if he had said <laughs> we would have done a DQ finish or something, I would have died. That would have been insane. That would have been a TNA thing to do. It's like, oh, hey – Book DQ, my friend.
1: Well, at least they are smart enough to do that. But I think, I mean, I don't know if they elaborated on that more, but what happens after he wins the title?
0: Well, he'd probably be, you know, a champion that does some shots a couple times and then he never loses it and just vacates it and goes on.
1: That's what I'm thinking.
0: But, oh, another thing, though. So, you know how, I don't know if you mentioned it, I can't remember, but Hogan hurt his knee. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we might we might touch a little bit on what you're about to say as well. So,
0: okay, so Jeff was like, uh, Conrad was like, oh yeah. So Hogan like hurt his knee or whatever, and Jeff goes, he goes, Connie, you're gonna think I'm an idiot, and then he goes on to say, he's like, I'm at the airport. We're leaving on the same day, and I see Hulkster in a wheelchair, getting pushed. <laughs> And he goes, I went up to Hulkster and I was like, Hulk, what's going on? And he was like, Oh, fine, I'm good. Don't worry about it. And you know what? I thought everything was good. Oh, get shit. on the get on the plane, he gets Hogan gets up to go to the bathroom. And he ain't walking, he, he ain't walking so good. But he told me he's okay. And then six days later, he pulls out. Hmm.
1: All right, that's not quite what I was getting at. I thought what? you were gonna dip into what some of our notes are today, but that's a, a very interesting story. I can't wait to listen, and like you said, I do think it's 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 awesome. I we're I you know I'm saying it. We're an unofficial companion piece for my world. Yeah, I'm saying it. I think so, Uh, but
0: another thing too. Oh, I want to. It's I think it's also important to know that Hogan doesn't end up wrestling on that January fourth show.
1: Yeah, I. We haven't got there yet, and honestly, I don't know if we'll even have notes about this up until that point because once he's kind of done business-wise with the TNA stuff, we're probably not going to be covering Hogan much more. But I was actually going to look into that myself because I was curious if he actually ended up doing it.
0: Yeah, he doesn't end up. But you know what? It's okay. We end up getting bound for glory two years later, and then Hulkster comes in almost uh, nine, nine years later
1: um like oh, seven. 2007 2010
0: yeah well late 2009 he signs but he finally gets in there 2010 yeah first appearance I guess
1: okay that makes sense that's all blurred to me because I was I've, I've told the story I was at the press conference where he announced he was coming to TNA yeah and you on, were at the
0: press conference where TNA officially
1: died and it was impact wrestling yeah. yeah we get it I was I was there unofficially unofficially I didn't know I didn't know what was happening because I wasn't a dirt sheet reader and it was probably all in the dirt sheets at the time I had no clue. And then all of a sudden, Dixie Carter's there as Eric Bischoff's pulling down the thing in the back that says TNA and Spike. I'm shit my pants as a TNA diehard. I was like, what? I'm literally witnessing history, and I didn't even know I was going to be there. And that's because me and my buddy in high school said, hey, man, let's skip class and go to the Hulk Hogan book signing. You can meet Hogan for 25 bucks. You just got to buy the book. I said, yeah, I'm going to that. This is the only time I skip school without actually being sick. And we went down to New York City in high school, me and my buddy. And we walked miles and miles to go meet Hulk Hogan. Wait a minute.
0: How the fuck did you do that? What do you mean? You skipped class? Yeah. Don't they call you and be like, hey, where are you?
1: I don't know. <laughs> what? I have the book right behind me. So How, what, did I'm your buddy out. drive down there? Uh, No, I believe we actually took like a Greyhound. Holy shit. Yeah, dude. We skipped class. We took a Greyhound bus down to New York City. Two uh, juniors in high school alone in New York City. Yeah, what the fuck? Didn't know where we were going. Nothing, dude. It was so sketchy. My friend had a printed out map. We had to walk from Penn Station to, at the time, it was the Borders. Uh, And so we walked to Borders for the book signing. Waited probably hours. I got to shake Hulk Hogan's hand. They weren't allowing pictures with him. I took a picture of him signing my book and I like, talked to him for a second, all that. And then it was, okay, see, and my friend's like, you want to go to the press conference uh, down at Madison Square Garden? But uh, yeah, we're here. Why not? So we walk all the way back. Madison Square Garden, I've never been. That was my first time inside. Obviously, we're not in the venue. We go inside and we sit down. We're we're a little bit toward the back. I have some pictures that are kind of shitty. They do the whole press conference. They announce it. It's like, what the fuck? My mind's blown. And then after, the media rushes Hogan, and a bunch of fans do as well. And I was like, I just met Hogan. I want to talk to Eric Bischoff. So I tried, and I I tried to get a picture of Eric Bischoff. uh, And he he said he had to get Hulk Hogan out of there. And then he'd be back, and he never came back. Dixie Carter left there faster than you could. You blinked, and she was gone. And it was a really great time. Me and my buddy had a great time, and it was a... I'm glad I went. That's awesome. That is a crazy fucking story. Yeah, man. It's kind of, I can't believe my mom let us do that, to be honest with you. Well, at least your mom knew that you skipped. Oh, yeah, she knew. And like I said, I never, I barely missed class at all. I mean, I could probably count on one hand, like, throughout my entire.
0: You're telling me that you told, hey, mom, I'm a junior in high school. My buddy and I, we're going to take a Greyhound down to New York City by ourselves. Mm -hmm.
2: yeah and she was like
0: sure yeah yeah
1: was this like a was this like a day trip or what did you have to stay in a hotel what'd you do Uh, i think it was a day trip i think we ended up coming back that night and actually i i can't remember if that's the time that we missed the bus or if it was me and kaylee who missed the bus in new york no, no, that was me and uh, my buddy Kevin. Okay. No, we missed the bu- We missed our bus one day because we, we didn't know where it was. Wait, no, so is me- this is this the Kevin that no longer talks to you? Yes. Yeah, we missed our bus and we were stranded in New York City alone. That he was also- went to a TNA
0: No, no no, 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 no.
1: That's not who went to the TNA thing. That was my friend Jeremy. Uh, not the Jeremy you know. It's a different Jeremy.
0: Okay. I was going to um, say, what the hell?
1: No, no. that was. I'm getting my New York Times mixed up. But regardless... Uh, lots of fun i have tons of fun tna stories one day we can talk about the time i saw him in a horse barn but anyways you know what that the horse barn you're talking
0: about that i that uh, weekend i went to chicago and i walked by christian cage who is a short man and i also saw christopher daniels who is also a short man and the show
1: was pretty damn good
0: Uh, i mean if i had known about it i definitely would have gone
1: yeah it was pretty good no complaints from me I don't know why there's not more wrestling shows at fairs. I think there should be, but I mean, it seems like a perfect opportunity, but whatever. What do I know? Yeah. Anyways, uh, let's run down the card very quickly from last week and then we'll get into some new news and notes. Uh, I got some stuff uh, a little bit about last week. Uh, of course I have notes throughout the show, but I do have a bit on Hogan as well. I think we're, we got to be getting to the end of the Hogan saga here, but we will touch base on it. And then, I would assume within the next two weeks, we're going to be significantly cutting back again as we were when we started our new format here as far as not. But anyways, we've been cutting down time anyway, so it doesn't matter. Hope you guys are enjoying the format. Bob loves it. I love it. We're good. Jordan so, loves it. Jordan loves it.
0: That's the only person I look for reassurance from is, is Jordan. So as long as he likes it, and we're good. it don't matter.
1: Um, okay, so last week, uh, it was pay-per-view 67. Uh, if you're on Cage Match, though, so they have it listed incorrectly as pay-per-view 68. That's wrong, but it's fine. Uh, you you want to know who doesn't have it incorrect anymore? Wrestlingrecaps.com. Wrestlingrecaps.com, the Impact Pack Plus app. The I AZ. was bullied into it. I was bullied into it. Yes, he was.
0: I'm
1: very proud. Yeah, really. Um. So <laughs> last week, let's run down the card quick. Three Life Crew defeated ECMO Legend and Sonny Siaki. Kid Cash defeated Sanjay Dutt, who ended up getting his ass kicked by Abyss after the match. Uh, Johnny Swinger and Simon Diamond retained the NWA World Tag Team titles by defeating Danny Doring and Roadkill. Michael Shane defeated Chris Sabin and Christopher Daniels and to retain his X Division title in a three way match, which unfortunately was not as good as it sounds on paper. A Raven defeated Slash in a dog collar match, which was uh, pretty cool that they randomly just had a dog collar match. America's Most Wanted defeated the Naturals, which they actually did. They restarted that match, so they almost didn't win, but there we go. Dusty finish, my friends. There we go. Uh, And then, of course, as Bob mentioned right in the beginning of the show, we have a new World Heavyweight Champion as Jeff Jarrett defeated AJ Styles. Won the title and he's officially a heel again i mean he was kind of the week before as well i'd say but in the beginning of the show when he approached uh jimmy hart and stuff it was set in stone i don't know if i'm convinced that styles is quite a face yet but i guarantee on the show we're about to watch we will see that transformation
0: mm-hmm. yeah, i agree
1: but yeah a lot went down um, and that's why I ended up liking the show. I was really uh, excited to see the Naturals debut. We have Sanjay Dutt, so we're seeing these new faces. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, the match quality last week was not super great, and Jarrett did really not let Styles get a lot of offense in, which was kind of disappointing. So I understand that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was, like, my my major gripe with it, really. Yeah, which I, I understand. I respect it because I respect my friend Bob, but, you know. hmm Um, so I believe Bob, you gave it like, did you give, you didn't give it a thumbs down. You gave it like a thumbs in the middle, kind of tilting down, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was, yeah,
0: to me, it was a, like a middle of the road, but considering how kind of big it was considering the timeline, uh, and kind of events circling it, I would say it was, it would have been more of a thumbs down, but I'm going to say it's in the middle.
1: Yeah, and I gave it a thumbs up, which means by default it's a thumbs up show. So, what do you think the readers thought about last week's show, Bob? Um, I'm going to
0: say they agreed with me. It was a thumbs down.
1: Nope. 100% thumbs up.
0: Well, eight people voted thumbs up then. because nope, 41. uh 41. 100% of the people that watched that show for the Wrestling Observer, Observer uh, Readership thought it was a thumbs up.
1: Yep, and it also says that that uh, means it is the best show since the Exhibition Tournament show.
2: Wow. Yep. Yeah.
1: Uh, what do you think that they voted for as wow. the best match on the show?
0: Okay, here's my thing. All right. Because, honestly, I don't fucking know. But I'm going to say... That there's no way they said Styles and Jarrett. And if they did say Styles and Jarrett, I'm gonna throw my computer against the wall. Because that no reason for that. Thus, I'm going to say that they went with Shane Saban and Daniels. Nope. They went with Jeff Jarrett's
1: NWA title. Are, legal, you, fucking AJ kidding me, dude.
0: Are you kidding me? No way.
1: What <laughs> the fuck? Isn't that wild? Oh my god. And I think before we go to the worst match, I really do believe. That it's, it, it's got to be because of the hype that went behind it. So people were just excited, even though it wasn't that great of a match. I feel like it's got to be.
0: I have no fucking idea. I have yeah. no idea. I don't how know.
1: they not can say that. Uh,
0: well, what do you think was the
1: worst match as voted on by our uh, readers? Uh, Raven against Slash. Uh, nope. It was Simon Diamond and Johnny Swinger versus Danny Dorian, roadkill. Uh, but in second place was three-life crew against Naki and Legend. Yeah,
0: that one, I, I should have gone with the opening six
1: minutes. I would have been wrong anyway. Yeah. I, mean, I don't think Swinger and Diamond against Dorian Kill was bad. I don't think it was as bad to be voted the worst match on the show. But No way. Um, Dave also notes here that it has to be considered a very bad sign to have a below-average response level for a match that was built up for four weeks, which is a fair point. Face forty one of the, everybody said it was a great show. Good show. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a that's the problem with these. And I, I don't compare numbers to the other shows that they do in the reader of how many people vote for this and that and stuff. But TNA has always gotten a low number. So forty one I know I stopped saying those numbers for after a while, but I mean forty one people I would say that's pretty average for what I've been seeing on here. I well, mean one time you literally said the number was like seven people. Yeah, one time it was really low. Like really, really low. And it was like more more people like a post on our Twitter page than voted for what they thought about those pay-per-views. And that that tells you a lot. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know what? I love each and every one of you who does like our post over at Cross the Line TNA on our Twitter page. We appreciate it. Yeah, you know story. what? You know what I would like it
0: more though, is if these same people that are you know liking stuff leave a review on itunes
1: yeah man i'd love to see some more Please. reviews pop up we'll read them on the show and just do it it'd be awesome man i'd love to see some uh, some reviews pop up you know give us five stars give us four stars but if you go before that below that bob might get a little upset i'll get i'll get uh, upset oh. if you go below five sorry my mother just tried to call me sorry not talking Gee, to you right now she i'm trying to record heard a she- tna show she probably heard the story that you said about going
0: on a Greyhound, and she was like, "How dare you tell people that I let my underage uh, son go on a Greyhound down in New York City by himself?"
1: Yeah, she definitely just realized what happened and uh, called.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: Um. Well, let's get into some notes from last week, and then we got Hogan stuff, and then we're gonna we're gonna get this show on the road. Do it. Uh, so Dave says that the Jarrett Styles was a good match with a lot of big moves. Uh, it was sort of a double turn during the match, even though Jarrett played heel in the angle with Jimmy Hart earlier in the show. By the end, Jarrett turned heel and used the belt shot to win. This was kind of silly because Watts was there when it happened, and in the previous match with America's Most Wanted versus the Naturals, when the Naturals cheated to win due to outside interference of Glenn Gilberti, Watts ordered the match to continue, and America's Most Wanted ended up winning clean.
2: Pretty, uh, when you, when you think about that,
0: is kind of silly. I mean, I've never, I've never liked those finishes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough. And I mean, and they won ten seconds later. Well, yeah. So it's just kind of stupid. I, I mean, I understand that AMW for the most part are the only, aside from Three Life Crew, are really the only babyface tag team we even remotely challenge Swinger and Diamond at this point. But, uh, I don't know, man. If the Naturals were were to have won that match, it would have been a pretty good uh, starting point for them, probably.
1: I really think so, as well. I agree with them.
0: I mean, didn't Quiet Storm? Yeah.
1: They got a pretty big win, didn't they?
0: Didn't they beat AMW?
1: You're testing my memory with that one. I barely remember Quiet Storm. Vine, yeah,
0: Christopher Quiet I'd
1: have to go back and check on that one, but um, they definitely got some wins that were surprising.
0: Yeah, and they drove me nuts, and I was so mad when they were on the fucking show. But thank God that's over with.
1: Yeah, they're they're done, probably for good. So uh, it's also noted here that this this appeared to be a show written by Dutch Mantel and Jarrett, as a lot of Russo influence it seems to be gone. So a lot yeah. of the silly shit was gone from last week's show. I think that's important to uh, note there. Uh, it's noted that the building wasn't quite sold out, but there were about 1,250 people in, and the paid attendance from early lines appeared to be about 40%. It was the best paid attendance for a show in a while. Still, the last, last time they spent a month building to a match was the Jarrett vs. Raven NWA title match, and the reaction was triple the usual levels. No,
3: that's true. Um,
1: yeah. uh, they did also tease about Piper... Coming back, and Don Callis said that even though Russo was gone, he didn't want Piper back. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, and they are teasing those problems with Tsuyaki and Trinity, as we remember. Um, she, he, he like pushed her when they came out during the entrance, and uh, she ended up giving him a missile dropkick, which led to 3-Life Crew winning that match. That
0: was an accidental missile dropkick.
1: Yes, yes, it was an accidental missile dropkick. However that miscommunication it's all going downhill
0: well yeah and we also notice. i mean yeah siaki uh has continued the trend of trinity being with domestic abusers
1: yeah that's actually pretty unfortunate when you think about it
0: yeah it's not not great
1: and i have a feeling they're only doing that because they know that she could probably work a match with him fine but like i don't it's kind of cringy
0: yeah like how many times can we do that i agree i agree because, you know, Trinity was getting over as a babyface against Kid Cash, and then two weeks later, turns heel. So, is she mm-hmm. going to be with Siaki, have a match, maybe get over again, and then just turn heel in two weeks because they don't know what to do with her?
1: Probably. I bet we're going to see a Trinity face turn coming up pretty soon, and then that's probably going to be where we're I going
0: see. To. I don't. I I don't know if it's going to have the same impact for me.
1: I don't know if it will either, but... It's Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Maybe they're going to surprise us. Uh, Russo's name was mentioned all over the show last week. The story is that it was because it was part of the storyline about how Styles would wrestle without Russo and that his name would be phased out uh, a while from for a while from here. So we're probably going to stop hearing Russo's name as much. And that kind of ties into with the whole Hogan thing. We, we talked about it last week. He was written off when Jared attacked him, beat him senseless, and it was because Hogan was supposed to be coming in. Uh, and speaking of Pogan, Jimmy Hart got one of the best reactions anyone has gotten in the history of the company when he first came out. That's what it's noted here. I think that is a little bit excessive. I don't necessarily agree with that. But an interesting note nonetheless.
0: Well, who's saying Meltzer's saying that?
1: Yeah, this is uh, the observer. I meant to mention that. My apologies. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it
0: oh, one of the greatest reactions in the history of the company. I don't know about that. The best. I don't know about that. I mean, uh, he does have the history of, like, with Memphis wrestling or whatever, but I don't think they were losing their mind over
1: him. Well, but. and that is noted, that that's uh, probably... And apparently, all uh, his shows ran Saturday night at the fairgrounds. So, he is, like, an old-time area legend. So, it kind of makes sense, I guess, if they were really pumped to see him. Yeah, but... I,
0: I don't really remember them going nuts over it, but whatever.
1: I don't either. I guess I'd have to rewatch it too. But you know what? The real reason they were probably going nuts is because they probably thought Hogan was about to come out too. Uh, yeah. D- didn't he come out? He came out to Hogan's Yes. Re- yes. His WCW music. Yeah. We were discussing yeah. that on the show. Yeah. yeah so, so that happy.
0: probably would explain that.
1: Um, as we've noted recently, D'Lo Brown and Jerry Lynn are both off of uh, the show right now as part of this Don Callis angle. And it's noted here that at least D'Lo Brown, who Kallis got rid of, is in Japan this month. Whereas Jerry Lynn is actually there every week, but just not appearing in front of the camera.
0: Well, he better be doing something. Otherwise, they're they're paying him to do nothing.
1: I bet you that um, he is uh, an agent. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. And like helping younger guys and stuff. I guarantee it. He has to. Um, he also uh, essentially talks about uh, Sanjay looking like a total geek on the last show after he had his impressive debut on Ten Fifteen because the whole Squatch by Abyss. But I don't, and he lost to Kid Cash. But I, I don't know if it really made me not like Sanjay Dutt any, and you know, any less. No, but yeah. you know, that's what the dirt sheets are for, man. They just. Uh, they just make you. They feel well, they like to push
0: their own opinion.
1: Absolutely, and we're just the reader. It's just like you're listening to this show. Me and Bob give our opinion, and we use these notes as to kind of show another side of that. I would say because we don't always agree with the shit they write in here. Well, my opinion is fact, thus uh, not
0: thus not being an
1: opinion. You certainly think it is, yeah. No, it is. Oh, okay. Um, I got two more notes before we get to Hogan stuff, and so these should be pretty. Uh, Quick ones. One of them is the rash report. So hang tight. Uh, but before that, uh, in, and this is from Alvarez. So before I forget, this is we're switching back and forth a little bit here from November 3rd is when this was um, sent out uh, in the TNA report. I hinted that the mystery guy, Jimmy Hart was going to be bringing in next week was going to be the honky tonk man. No way at press time. It doesn't appear that this will happen, <sighs> okay. but who knows? Honky was approached uh, and about it, and he said he wasn't interested, knowing his role would be to put Jarrett over and then hit the bricks. The idea—this <laughs> is kind of—I laughed when I read this. The idea appears to be to bring in a new heart-managed jobber every week to put Jarrett over until Hogan is healed enough so that he can come in and start the program again.
0: A heart jobber?
2: Yeah heart
1: managed
0: jobber why i don't know are they meaning like a legit jobber or like a legend that will just job
1: i'll be honest i don't know i really don't know but i have a feeling it's like a legend thing
0: because could you imagine if like roddy piper like they did something similar like what piper came like had those kids like the students or whatever
1: yeah yeah
0: here's jimmy art with uh brian from uh california all right He's yeah, from wherever yep. work a match here with jeff jerry and went two minutes and he lost with the stroke great yeah. i would imagine they're talking. i would assume they're gonna do like a tennessee legends or something like that i don't know
1: i have a feeling if anything that's what would end up happening It'd
0: be far more interesting than just like a regular job or thing
1: yeah i agree with that i think it is but Um, let's hear the rash report. It's pretty quick. Not a lot to go over this week in the rash report, unfortunately. But, uh, JB mentions Jarrett was battling a fever in his match against AJ Styles last week. Uh, he also has an Alan Funk update. He actually got, uh, severely injured recently. Um, he says, quote, had a chance to talk to Alan Funk who was, who has really has had a rough couple of months. He suffered a freak injury in the ring in Finland a few weeks back, leaving his face a mess. He's one of the nicest, most talented guys in the business. Alan is optimistic about returning to the ring with a Japan tour he hopes to make in January. He really is one of wrestling's good guys, and I'm rooting for him. So uh, Alan Funk got pretty messed up in a match.
0: I want to say I vaguely remember hearing about that.
1: Yeah, and uh, Alan, Alan, Alan Funk was uh, Bruce in uh, TNA. He, well, he came out as Alan Funk at his last appearance when he was with April, and he decided to say he's no longer he, – he likes women now, so he's no longer gay. It was a very right. weird.
0: And he was weird. also known as uh, Kiwi in WCW.
1: Yeah, Kiwi. I love him because um, he's ridiculous. But um, also noted is that the company is apparently very impressed with Abyss – I don't think that's a shocker, but nothing else much of note there. So let's uh, let's power through some Hogan stuff. And I think if I had to take, if I was a betting man, this has got to be one of the last big updates on this Hogan situation. So take a breath. The latest moves from Hulk Hogan uh, informing TNA on October 21st that he would be undergoing knee surgery on October 31st and thus would be unavailable. For the proposed 11:30 pay-per-view, show that he was scheduled the headline against Jeff Jarrett have gotten people in the company suspicious. Mm. Mm. Hogan has verbally agreed to come in for a date in February for a match with Jarrett for the NWA title, which is awfully close to WrestleMania 20. The company went through its original plan to turn Jarrett heel and AJ Styles babyface on October 22nd, where Jarrett won the title with a belt shot to the face in 12 minutes and 13 seconds. Scott Hall had been contacted and asked if he and Sean Waltman would do a run-in on Hogan for the finish of the original show. The decision was made to not have to not announce a rescheduled date for the show with the feeling that February is so far away, things can happen. So we can pause there real quick because that is pretty interesting that they were talking about bringing in Scott Hall and Waltman To essentially help Hogan win the title from Jarrett. Do you
0: think... That they were going to try to do... Like an NWO thing... With Hogan, Hall, and Waltman?
2: Yes, Bob.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Hello? Why? Why? Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad he got hurt. It's the only thing that ever drew in wrestling. Don't you know that? Oh,
0: god. Didn't you know? A lot of times they've done a watered down version of that or whatever. Like, give me a break. I know. Holy yeah. mother of god! And the fact that he would need help. So then, what are you doing? Are you turning Hogan heel and then going to be your babe face again?
1: Oh god! Don't even talk like that. But very good point. I don't know. NWO is over, brother. Everyone loves him. They'll probably cheer yeah, it dude. They probably would. They'd probably, probably hate
0: Jarrett enough where they would, could have a million people go in there and they'd still love it.
1: I really think there was. I was So, and as a side note of hating Jeff Jarrett, when I was listening to My World Today of the No Surrender episode, they were talking about how, on one of the TV episodes before the show, that, that people were sending, like, they had fans send in videos of why they hated Jeff Jarrett. Oh, yeah. And... Conrad was like, we might have to do that for ad-free shows. And I was like, that's hilarious. That'd be awesome. I think that's wicked funny. Especially because Conrad is uh, famous for saying how much he hated Jeff Jarrett. It's true. So, um, but moving on. Uh, it said here, what, what was strange was that on the ten twenty two show, where Jimmy Hart appeared in, in the role of Hulk Hogan's manager, to apparently start an old-style Memphis program where Hart would bring in a protégé's only as a babyface to gain revenge on Jarrett. And this is where they mentioned that Honky Honk Man was asked, but then he turned it down. Uh, Was Hart saying that Hogan has signed a contract with TNA, which he hadn't. Uh, Then it touches base on the fact that they were going to be doing this story about the 2000 Bash at the Beach match in Daytona Beach. Um, It touches base on... What that interview they did in the ring where Hart and Tenet asked Jarrett, why did you lay down for Hogan for the biggest match of your career? All this stuff. And um, we, we know what happened. We, we, you guys listened to last week. Jeff Jarrett turned heel. He ended up whipping Jimmy Hart. But what this all comes down to is another question that many are asking in regarding Hogan's right knee injury. Hogan has a history of bad knees and anyone who has watched him wrestle over the last many years can see his knees have given him more problems than any other body part. Those who have socialized with Hogan note that he moves very slowly when the cameras are off because of the knee damage. Uh, Skipping ahead just a bit, Jimmy Hart told the TNA officials that Hogan wanted to make sure he was 100% and not limp through the match, but Hogan's athletic ability has never been a major part of his aura. Whether his knees are healthy or not, His match quality isn't going to change appreciatively, and however the crowd is going to react to him would be the same either way. It was also noted while Hogan could have suffered a minor injury on the 10-13 match with Masahiro Chono and not realized it in the heat of the match, it could not have been that serious because he appeared at a New Japan company meeting the next day, walking around the same as he did the day before the Chono match. Reporters Mm -hmm. also noted he was not limping when he went home. The story given was that the knee started swelling up days later, and he went to get it checked out, and the test came back on 10-21. They immediately contacted TNA and asked to get the show delayed. So where the suspicion got deeper is that you have to look at the first thing a wrestler, and certainly one as experienced as Hogan, would think of in this situation. If Hogan was committed to TNA... He would have flown to Nashville on October 22nd, shown up, and done the angle where Jarrett injured his knee, thus created a storyline reason. Hart did blame Jeff Jarrett for the knee injury in the beating in Japan instead, so they did give him that much. And Hart did go on the television and pretty much tell everyone Hogan is on the way. However, when TNA officials attempted to get Hart to have Hogan do a telephone interview on October 22nd show, which was the original booking plan... Hogan was to do the phone interview on 1022 to lead to his only live appearance at the fairgrounds on 1029, which is the show we're about to watch. Uh, Hart at first told officials that Hogan was spending all day at the doctor. When the idea of being at the doctor at 9.30 p.m. on a Wednesday night wasn't all that realistic, <laughs> he said that Hogan had planned to play Mr. Mom that night watching his two children. His kids are now both teenagers, the oldest of which, daughter Brooke, they are grooming to be a celebrity singer. Right. Yeah. Uh, So, while Hogan is not going to do anything more than agreed to, nor should he in most cases, in this situation, because the company had to change the show date and eat major crow in the cable industry because of it, Hogan did owe them a favor. Doing a phone interview or making a live appearance at that point should not be out of the question. Ultimately, and more important, even if and when he signs, the current deal is only for one show. In the long run, it will only benefit TNA if they can include Hogan's likeness in long-term merchandising because one appearance isn't going to open any doors to television deal, to a television deal. He can't appear weekly in Nashville, as that would be stupid. But if he isn't going to commit to being a recurring character, I'm not sure how this will benefit TNA. I think I just got a couple more lines here. Um, The odds are certainly against a group with such weak television as TNA in a soft U.S. market just on the basis of hogan's name doing big business on pay-per-view although without question it is tna's best shot at doing any numbers and then they kind of switch a little bit here saying that sting did help tna a little for one show but the numbers he drew would be considered a huge flop if hogan pulled out the same numbers Uh, and it's also doubtful a return appearance by sting would mean much just as recent appearances from Roddy, roddy piper and dusty rose don't look to have sparked business because nostalgia only works in small doses. Granted, Hogan is much bigger than any of them, but he was only a miracle worker when it came to garnering crowd pops, but not for ratings or house show attendance in his last WWE run. For TNA, if Hogan really was committed, it is a risk worth taking, but if it turns out to be a one-shot or no-shots in the long run, there is no chance of success.
0: Well, basically what I've learned out of all that is that uh, Hulk Hogan hosed TNA.
1: I think he did, man. I mean,
0: I- if, if, he's, if he's playing Mr. Mom for his teenage kids, then there's no doubt he would not let them get on a Greyhound bus to go down to New York City for a press conference, I'll tell you that.
1: No, I don't think so either. Um, it's pretty wild. I don't know. I mean, that—that's a lot to take in. the The idea that he is potentially even faking the the serious injury. Um, I think it gets the the part that really got me in all of this. That really stands out is what Jimmy Hart said. Oh, he's gonna be all day at the doctor's. Oh wait, at nine thirty, at night on a Wednesday, he's gonna be at the doctor still. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's got a he's doing Mister Mom stuff. He's babysitting his kids. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's really interesting. It's been a fucking roller coaster, man. And the, with the fact that there is even more to report on of this situation this week is pretty wild.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's just it's just the drama of it all, the horrible excuses mm-hmm. by Jimmy Hart. Uh, I just wonder, I'm really curious as to how they eventually have to just
1: completely distance themselves from it. I'm going to make a bet right now that they just uh, don't mention it again.
0: (laughs) You think they just go whatever?
1: Yep, I think I'd be shocked if after even this show right here that we are about to watch, October 29th, 2003... If we see Jimmy Hart again, if they even continue this angle after this show, and if they do, there is no way it goes through all the way through November. No way. We, we won't hear anything about Jimmy Hart or Hogan by the end of 2003, if I was a betting man.
0: So, I mean, you're saying that, well, we would see him on this show, but then after the show, we wouldn't see him again?
1: I don't know, man. I'd be pretty surprised if... By the end of this show, if they didn't know that Hogan is probably not coming. Now, if they they did, they might drag this out a couple weeks. But especially knowing now that you mentioned, oh, he doesn't actually end up even doing his Japan date. I think by the new year, they've already given up then. After he doesn't go to that, they gave up for sure.
0: Well, do you think they would revisit it closer to February when that would be the next logical date for it?
1: I would hope that if they do that it is not on TV and I hope that they try to figure it out before they go on TV. And I think they probably learned their lesson. I, I really hope they did of like, Hey, we shouldn't probably promote a show and a big pay-per-view um, and then start throwing names out there when they don't even have a contract signed. At least in this case, I mean, this is, they got screwed here. Screwed. Yeah. Royally screwed. Yeah. I mean, this would have been massive in 2003 for TNA huge, and they they bit the bullet. They got screwed.
0: They should have made sure that they got that fucking signature
1: on a contract. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I don't know. They he didn't push mind. for that. I, I don't know. I really don't. And the, the fact that Jarrett thinks that he wasn't played, and even Conrad was like, come on, man. Come on. It's like, dude. The intention was
0: always to use TNA for a WWE contract.
1: I mean, good for Jarrett for being so optimistic, Optimistic, but whew, I don't know. I don't know how you can do it. But we'll see. We'll see if we have more Hogan talk. I don't know. I really think that's got to be one of the last long-form discussions we're going to have about this. Um, I don't know for sure. I don't look ahead in the notes because I don't want spoilers, but I don't know. Um. But unless you got anything else, Bob, let's touch on Explosion so we can get going on the show and see who Jimmy Hart's bringing in. All right. Okay. So let me make sure I got my right thing open here. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Explosion was filmed on the same day we're watching, October 29, 2003. Cage Match has this listed as Explosion number 54, and it aired on November 1st, 2003. And it featured the following matches. Uh, Johnny Swinger and Simon Diamond defended the NWA World Tag Team titles against Johnny Thundar and Vic Devine. AJ Styles defeated Nate Webb, who had Dave Prazak at ringside with him. Okay. And then I believe we have another couple matches that did not air on Explosion. One second.
0: I find it interesting that the NWA, the former NWA World Champion, the following week, appears on Explosion.
1: Yeah, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? Uh, and these are the other matches that took place between those two matches, at least according to the newsletter. And that's Shane Douglas defeating Henry Haas, and CM Punk and Julio De Niro defeating Abaddon and Havoc. Not the Abaddon. I was going to say, what? It's Abaddon with two Bs. And he's definitely not a female in AEW. Okay. But pr- pretty funny nonetheless. But Bob, that's all I have. A uh, little long-winded with this Hogan stuff, man. But I think we're going we're gonna to get back on track here soon. And it's uh, it's super interesting stuff. So. Okay. Uh, well, before I do like the countdown
0: and everything, I just have to say right now, that I have Bound for Glory 2011 on my television for background. What, what the heck? Background noise. Hey, this is... Driving me nuts okay I just noticed two guys in the crowd have the same sweatshirt on okay but they're two rows apart okay and it's just driving me nuts because it's the same
1: Ah. blue it's a wrestling show everyone wears the same like three shirts but it's like a it's like a hoodie like you would get it like the gap Oh, that's a little weird, done. I can understand. It's
2: not like a wrestling hoodie. Hey, that's not a bad freaking
1: card, man. Did you just look it up? Yeah, I did. Actually, wait. Oh, this one's the... Way it's, you said 2011, right? Yeah. In Philly? Yeah. Oh, I was trying to get Austin to go to this back in the day. Oh, you were? Hell yeah, it was, because Hogan and Sting fight on it, and I was like, dude, I know it's not going to be good, but then we could see Hogan and Sting, and we could say, yeah, we just saw Hogan and Sting wrestle each other. And he didn't do it. No, we were, I mean, this wasn't as adventurous as me going down to New York City on a Greyhound. Um, but damn it, looking at this card, I really regret not going. Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn, Full Metal Mayhem. That's the match that's on right now. Uh, Austin Aries, Brian Kendrick for the X Division title. Daniels and Styles in an I Quit match. Angle and Rude in the main event for the title. Sting and Hogan. Dude. This is, this is the show oh. that caused Hogan to block me. Oh, oh, that, okay. Yeah, the classic. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good-ass card. But we have a good-ass card today. Just kidding. We actually, I don't think, know anything on this show. So I think there's a number one contender, something. Oh, wait, no, we don't know that. Or no, they did mention that, didn't they? That they're going to be doing to a number one contender for the tag team title or something. Am I making that up? There's a number one contender match? I thought they mentioned something about we getting... know
0: the what we know is that there's going to be a manager, a guy that Jimmy Hart managed. And we
1: also know that the blood gallows of retribution dream match between. Raven yes. and Hiro. I thought I remember hearing something about tag team shit. I could be making this up. I don't know. I watch a lot of wrestling, so I probably heard it in a different show.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know about number one contender or nothing. I OK,
1: that. well, then ignore me.
0: Oh, I'm used to doing that anyway.
1: Uh, all
0: right. Well, let's get into it then. It's the October 29th, 2003 NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view. I'm going to count down from five. And when I say play, hit that play button. If you're following along via Impact Plus or maybe a stream of it or maybe a DVD that you bought from a guy online for $2 because he was your hookup. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm not going to say I ever did that. But I I may have. I don't know. But I'm going to count down from five when I say play. We're going to start the show. So here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, play.
1: Oh, fuck, Bob. We immediately start outside of the venue. Jimmy Hart is in front of a limo. Who is in the limo, Jimmy Hart? Hey, Scotty. I just can't believe after all these years that how many friends Jimmy Hart has, even though I managed everyone, baby. He says his phone has been ringing day in and day out. He's getting the limo driver out of the car.
2: He said, should I show Jeff Jarrett the surprise right now? He said, whatever you want, Mr. Hart. Who was that? That's the driver. They played the clip of Jimmy Hart getting beat up on SportsCenter, they said.
1: Blood running down his back. I don't think that was happening, but that's okay. We no, can make it sound you, dramatic. That driver kind of looks like New Jack. Wait, let's show him the surprise. Oh, wait. They stopped. He shut it. You don't know who's in there. You don't know what's in there. You don't know how many people might be in there. Wait a second. He's walking to the front of the limo again. I don't know
2: why we keep walking back and forth, but...
1: Okay. You only got another hour and 40 minutes. So, Bob, we have an hour and 40 minutes before we get to find out the surprise, apparently. Which means they're going to have about a 10-minute match. <laughs> Jimmy Hart doing his laugh makes me want to fucking slit my throat. I hate that laugh.
2: Don't know about you. Uh, well, I'm he, not a
1: fan of it. When I was watching it, you know, tro- I He drives me nuts, anyway. Jimmy Hart does. So, look at the TNA pumpkin, and we have a dancer dressed up as a, it was like a dark angel. Well, Bob, we are, we're seeing the arena. Do you have a guess about how many people are in attendance tonight?
0: Uh, I'm going to say, well, that's a nice little blanket there. Uh, 975. Nope, we are at 1,200, yeah. mostly paper Twelve. of course.
2: Wow. Oh. We are start. We didn't
0: even get a video package.
1: This is amazing. Hey, Glenn Gilberti, I got a note on him. Glenn Gilberti and David oh. Young on their way out right now. And if you notice that racket that Glenn Gilberti has. Yeah. Yeah, it's not an exciting note, but we were talking about it
2: last week. Hold on.
1: Let me find it. Uh. Oh, yeah. So Gilberty's now using this tennis racket with the NWA written on it, which is meant to spoof Jim Cornette, as Bob has mentioned last week. Uh, and it was actually Gilberty's idea. Shell, so is that not a shocker to you? No.
0: It's reading Gilberti and David Young against AMW.
1: James Storm seems pretty pumped. So I have a feeling that. Yeah,
0: like I think they're winning. He looks pretty happy. Yeah, slapping hands.
1: Yeah, they're going over, brother.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a good week here for Maximus 1. They're back to the red lights, too, by the way. Yeah, the weird red
2: lights with the blue. I mean, it's kind of weird. Still no rematch for
1: AEW, but they're getting closer and closer. Gilberti's pants are very odd. They're, like, black with, like, gray. They look like chaps, but they're not chaps.
0: For Gilberti?
1: Yeah. Like, the pattern makes it look Oh, my God. David Young is wearing, like, black jeans. It's it's a look. He's getting this Johnny Swinger look. It's pretty much just happening.
0: He kind of is. Uh, And then you have, uh, freaking... Dave Young is wrestling in jeans now.
1: Uh, so this is wild, Bob. We're at four minutes and 22 seconds, and the match is underway. I mean, this, this never is... happens.
0: Usually we're at four minutes and 28 seconds. We're usually at, hey, I'm like today and Don West. Welcome
1: to the show. Yeah, if we're lucky, usually it's still a highlight package. We already got an yeah. opening promo from Jimmy Hart. Not that that was exciting, but at least it's relating to what's happening in the show, building the excitement of who the surprise is. And then we went right into a match is they, they both went for a dropkick and they had this standoff. And everyone's like, yes, this is wrestling. Yeah. This
2: is wrestling. No one
1: chanted that in 2003, I don't think.
0: I wonder when that even started.
1: This is wrestling seems very, like, indie. Like, that's a very, like, independent promotion chant. So I, oh, I wouldn't... Ring of Honor, maybe. I was going to say Ring of Honor. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Inverting a Yeah, time absolutely.
0: i like to think. They, Ring of Honor would absolutely do that. Yeah, yeah, they would. Crowd seems
2: pretty
1: lively so far. I mean, the ones on the hard cam are standing, which if they're going to be standing the whole show, should be a lot of fun. There's a guy dressed up as Screaming the crowd. There's a Jason Mask member. This is around Halloween. Bob, what are you going as Halloween this year? I got a party tomorrow. What are you doing?
0: So I think... I've been looking into it, and uh, I might I might just go ahead and buy a full Macho Man Randy Savage costume.
1: I think you should. I'm just saying <laughs> um, also uh, I have the belt and everything, so I might just do it. yeah. Uh, and they the guy who's dressed up like Jason has a sign that says Freddie Sucks, which I think is kind of hilarious. That's good.
0: Sarah wants to do uh, like a lady in the tramp
1: thing. That's a funny idea. I like that.
0: But it's, like, super basic, and I thought maybe you would shit on it.
1: I might shit on it, but as long as it's a costume, then... Yeah, see. I'd give you more of a hard time than Sarah. I'd say, Sarah, that's a cute idea. Bob, what the fuck are you wearing?
0: Yeah, you better not fucking disrespect her, so...
1: No, I absolutely would never. That's why we don't bring up the great Connecticut Drive incident.
0: Absolutely not. One of the biggest regrets in my life was doing that.
1: Storm does double crossbody with the assist by Harris... Yeah, Bob probably sleeping on the couch for a week after that.
0: No, well yeah. the thing
1: the thing They're that sucked the, most,
0: the thing that sucked the most for that trip was the fact that it was like a snowstorm and then we sat down. And no, was it was like... rain,
1: brother. It was down <laughs> it was, for it, it was
0: it was both. There was some snow.
1: Was there? Yeah. It was that time of the year, so yeah, it, it was wasn't deathless. nice.
0: <laughs> but I remember as soon as we sit down, they're like, make sure to watch the replay available on the High Spots Wrestling Network tomorrow morning. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: Which probably probably set her off. Like, why she am isn't. I even here, That. Yeah. Uh, Gilberti just used the racket on the back of Harris. And now he's been tagged in. He's looking all cocky. Crowd's booing him. Harris holding the lower back. He's going to need a kidney transplant, probably. And Gilberti grabs him by the hair. Right hand. And another one. And another one. And another one. Oh, that was a gut punch. couple ones in the gut. Off the rope. Wow, Harris didn't reverse that. He comes back with a, arm, or a hip toss, I mean. Kips in the gut. Goldberg coming back. Swing neck breaker.
0: Uh, he's working like he's fucking Disco Inferno 1997
1: tonight. He kind of is, dude. Yeah, I definitely. He's definitely working, I feel like, a little different than he has he's like,
0: there. Yeah, he's like kind of inspired. It's weird.
1: Maybe it's the pants could be he's like dude i'm really feeling these pants i
0: want to know why he hasn't been wearing his his like disco inferno pants
1: because i think he once he like was the leader of sex i feel like he was trying to get away from that a little bit which is kind of good for him he needs to evolve a little bit
0: yeah but like he's always gonna be disco inferno
1: well of course
2: Fucking David Young.
1: Tags Gilbert back in. David Young does not want to do shit tonight. Quick tags in and out. I wish I cared more about this match. It makes sense why they're doing it, but I just don't like this isn't a match I was like, oh, they should probably do that. Yeah, you probably don't start with this.
0: If you if you have like an X division match lined up, I would just have done that. I mean there's no real
1: I agree, man. X-Division is, is the way to go to start these shows. I think we such, found that it's out It's such an easy
0: ago. thing to do. It's like, why don't you just do it? Literally, if I was booking TNA, every show would be, here's your, oh, nice DDT. Here's your uh, X-Division match, or here's one of them. Yeah. That's like what WCW would do. Smart. would like, oh, here's psychosis. Hook. Yeah, I mean, yeah, get them amped up. I feel like the crowd was super amped up for this, and now it's slowly going down.
1: Yeah, they are. They're slowly. They are late.
0: still they are still standing, but some of them are hunched over the railing out of boredom.
1: We've all been there, okay? Yeah. That's true. David Young gets two count on Harris. In case anyone thought David Young was about to pin Chris Harris.
0: <sighs> yeah, good luck. We can all I keep
1: I keep looking at the guy in the yellow shirt who just looks so like happy to be there. That's very sarcastic. You'll see him, ready? Right? Look up, look at him. He's I just like it. amazed. He's looking
0: it's like a banana-colored shirt. Yeah.
1: Gilberti choking Harris on the middle rope. Couple, couple stiff punches to the head. He's gonna.
0: Here's play. a here's a update from the Bound for Glory 2011 show. It looks like one of the guys that was wearing the blue hoodie has left the arena. Wow. Maybe he went to get a drink. He's at least left his seat. That's so pretty. No impressive. more confusion over the hoodie. The Hoodie Gate here. of uh, The Hoodie
1: Gate 2011. David young.
0: Thumb did down. Did he just do an Arn Anderson thing where he was like, you're...
1: Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. Then that is what he
0: did. Or, I mean, I guess more so that would be a Benoit thing in 2003. Well, here he goes for a fucking flying headbutt. Oh, my God. Okay, he was doing a Benoit.
2: But Harris Benoit moved out of the them.
1: way. He's not tagging Storm just yet. Catatonic? Oh, David Young slips out. Picks him up spinebuster, the master of the spinebuster. Nails. Harris with one. Yes, yeah, so and we know. Thank you, Tanay. How many times Catatonic has got a victory for AMW? Yeah, but Gilberti's just sh- did he just hit it, and then David Young's already up? No, he he slipped out of it. And David Young then hit the spinebuster.
0: Oh, buster. Uh, fine, okay. Gilberti's like, gotta
1: yeah, slam him. What's this, James Storm climbing to the top? Uh, kind of a one-legged drop kick, and just because it looks sloppy, I think that's why he did a one-legged one.
0: Yeah. But he
1: dropkicked kicked him. James Storm's like,
0: "You tag me in, I want to get the pin." There's that's a hot tag it says on the booking sheet,
1: and the crowd goes, "Mild."
2: Woo! Yeah. Hurricane Rana. Rana. Oh, nice.
0: I want to see Storm hit a Hurricane
1: Rana now. I don't think he does that anymore.
0: Is James Storm always, like, in shape, but always still kind of chubby looking?
1: Yes. I don't know if he ever gets, like, super
2: lean.
0: I've just, like, noticed that. Because usually, Russell will go through a phase where it's like, oh, they went jacked.
1: But he's always, like, in in between. They're either jacked or they got, like, super out of shape. There's a time where I think it was might have been when he was either like, going for a power slam cover, but they're saying, you're not legal? Or he's not, Glenn's not legal. Yeah, Glenn can't be legal. I almost want, I'm typing it in right now, so before I jinx myself, when he went to like NXT for a little bit, I thought he was in a little bit more shape. Was he in NXT for only like,
0: hey, I'm in the front row and I'm coming? Did he actually have a match?
1: Yeah, he, hit, sits, like, he, double yeah he, he wrestled that? Danny Burch. I only know that because there's a picture right
2: here. Oh, no, he had two matches at least.
1: Just pictures. And he was supposed to come back, and then as soon as the pandemic hit, they dropped that plan. And don't worry, he probably would have been released also by this point. Oh, probably. He wouldn't
0: fit the NXT, NXT 2.0 thing.
1: Yes, Storm's James
0: got Stewart. the sharpshooter. Tanay just mentioned that Perhartt's one of his favorite wrestlers. That probably means that Perhartt's coming in. Right. Gilberti's coming in with his tennis racket, distracting the referee with a chair that he's talking to Borash with. He just hit him. Gilbert hit Storm over the back with the tennis racket. He's definitely, like, the whole cornet thing is one, two, oh, kick out. Why yeah, it? so not... if I were to hit you over the back with a tennis racket, do you think I could pin you one, two, three?
1: No, but it'd fucking hurt. Although, they don't even that's not even a real tennis racket. You can tell by the handle. It's yeah. like a badminton one. It's like a little baby one. Spear by Harris. Gore. Really right. Gore. Or. Gilberty. Last dance? cold center. Oh,
0: hell yeah. Are they really going to go around doing like quick finishes on everybody now? Side Russian leg sweep here. What is he doing? Oh, he's going for like the YMCA elbow. The Village People's Elbow. Isn't that what he
2: calls it? Oh, fuck.
0: Oh, I don't know. Super kick, though. I know what they call that. Super kick by James Storm.
1: Crowd's getting hype again. They're getting loud.
0: Oh, because they're knowing that this is probably going to be it. Just finish off David Young. What are we waiting for here? Heart attack. Hit it. Boom. Okay. Cover.
1: That's right. Starts with a heart attack move, and guess where we're going from there, baby. Death sentence. Are they going to hit it? No, because Harris is going up in the corner. Gilberti's knocked out of the ring. There's no way. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm wrong. Here goes. Boom.
0: Boom. One. One. Two. Two.
1: three. Three. Wow, I was surprised because that was the corner Gilberti was just out of the ring at. So I just assumed he was going to. Okay, America's Most Wanted. Big win to open up the show. They're that much closer to getting their shot at the NWA Tag Team Titles once again. Gilberti's standing up. His back's turned. He turns around, faces America's, America's Most Wanted. Double, double right hand. Well, I like how they had to communicate to
0: punch Gilberti at the same time.
1: Gilberti, the coward that he is, Don West, how dare you? What? Oh, Harris has a microphone. I'm gonna kick your
2: ass. Knock, knock.
0: Who's there? Brad Walker. I'm gonna knock your brains out. <laughs>
1: He said, your games are over. You can send any team you wanted us. AMW will knock. Yeah, They're not going to knock them down because technically they lost last week and they had to restart the match to win. Don't worry about that. They cheated. Huh.
2: Swinger and Diamond have been running around with their tag team titles long enough. Arkansas won
1: we want a rematch. And we want it next week. I was just going to say they were going to get it next week. Hmm. Because the belts are coming back
0: to America's most wanted. What a nice talker. They're coming how back many, to us. How many times have they been champions already? Hmm. Is it two or three? I think it's two. Won it. I lost a new church. Won it.
2: I think twice. I think it's twice.
1: Michael Shane, backstage with Scott Hudson, he's got the title, he's got the trophy. That trophy's
0: almost taller than Michael Shane just on the ground.
1: No, it's on something. Is it? Yeah, they have it on like a little table thing.
2: So he, he doesn't want to defend his title against unworthy opponents. Against
1: guys that won't elevate his career. He's proposing. A triple chance. in Invitational starting
2: next week. Whoever comes out of it. At the end gets a shot at the title. Oh Sanjay. Oh okay. Upsets
1: aren't in Michael Shane's vocabulary.
2: Holy
1: Okay. Uh, Here comes Sanjay Dutt.
0: Holy shit, man. I gotta go get my blood pressure checked. What the hell was that, baby?
1: Halloween costume, brother. Holy moly. She's like a dark angel.
2: Yeah, okay. Sanjay is hype right now. And here comes Michael Shane. Oh, and this one's a pirate. Who who are these girls? Not a lot of pop. The one the dark angel one looks kind of like April, but I don't know if it actually is her. No,
0: I don't think I don't think she was the dark angel. I need a
1: better look at her face.
0: Yeah, right, that's definitely on something cuz that looks very small in his hands.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay. okay. so this is a non-title match between Michael Shane and Sanjay Dutt
0: And if you guys forgot, Mike, Michael Shane is the cousin of Shawn Michaels.
1: He is, uh, and I'll tell you what, man. They've been featuring Sanjay in some pretty decent matchups since his first his first match. So this is what his third week, right? This is third week, and he's fighting the X Division champion. I think that speaks volumes for what they think about him. Quick roll up gets two kind of course. Goes for a kick. Whoa, whoa, we're going fast. Cover again. Nope.
2: We're just all over the place. I like Sunjay. I, I I really enjoy his work.
0: So do I. I think mean, he's good. I can't remember the show, but I remember watching a Sunjay Dutt against Loki match, and I thought it was fucking fantastic.
3: he kick was.
0: by Sunjay. Head scissors takedown as well. And I always say that because I mean Loki sometimes is hit or miss for me because it's always like kicks and like yeah. Basic stuff. But his that match he had with Sanjay. I want to say it was with ICW in New York. It was like 2003 ish. Maybe a little later. Really, really good match. Oof. Oh,
2: heck
1: elbow to uh, Sanjay Dutt.
0: You know who else does a good back elbow in the corner?
1: Who's that? Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Nikita Koloff, to be honest with you. And he dropped. Yeah, well, Nikita drop Koloff does. He does. There's a pop-up drop kick. Knocks Michael you, Shane to the you floor. You know who Sanjay does a really good
0: pop-up comes for drop body kick? for crossbody
1: to the floor. Michael Shane flies into the guardrail. You know who does a really good
0: pop-up drop kick? Uh,
1: Nikita Koloff. No, Ivan Koloff. Ivan Koloff.
0: Is really good.
2: <laughs> Sanjay Springboard,
1: clothesline, and Michael Shane.
0: One, two, two count.
1: First ever meeting between these two wrestlers. Not a lot of first evers in this business, and here we are watching one right here. On pay-per-view number 68 from October 29, 2003, Michael Shane slips to the floor sl- Slips to the floor and then gets into the baseball slide.
0: Oh no! Oh, I thought he was gonna do a dangerous like springboard dive there. I could just see his shins hitting the guard railing, but thank God that did not happen.
2: Wait.
0: oh Oh, he just does a leg drop on the apron.
1: That was kind of fun. Looked like it
0: hurt. Hey, what? Why is that guy giving Sanjay a thumbs down? That's rude.
1: Because maybe he's a fan of the cousin of Shawn Michaels, Michael Shane.
0: That's disrespectful. Sanjay Dutt has been a lightning of fun here.
2: Oh. Oh, do a blade job.
0: Do a blade job.
2: Right into that post. Yes, Michael Shane always finds a way to take advantage
1: of the opportunity. I don't think he's busted open, which is kind of shocking, but a random X-Division match doesn't necessarily need the blood, so. No. You save that for your brawls and your heavyweight
0: title matches, not this.
1: Would it have really surprised you, though? Would it?
0: No, I mean, I remember, wasn't there a show where there was, like, seven matches and, like, six of them, there was blood?
1: Yes. Yeah. It's blood in some way. Oh. He has his army. Gives him a nice elbow to the jaw. Michael Shane going for a German. Nope. Sanjay flips out. Comes back. Oh. 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 Reversing hip tosses. Sanjay. Oh. oh, 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 oh. Whoa. Okay. Jesus. Sanjay wants to skin Jesus. the cat. Michael Shane You're... gives him a shoulder block, knocks him to the floor. You can't call it. It's too fast.
0: <laughs> what a maneuver.
1: What a maneuver by these two young gentlemen. We should put one of them in an animal mask and the other one, we're going to make him a homeless man and he's going to take out the garbage.
2: Oh, my God.
0: Can't I've devastating chin lock in the middle of the ring.
1: Yeah. Hopefully I don't keep this on long because I got no good notes to
2: talk about during a chin lock.
1: Oh, something they
0: were saying somebody was advising somebody
1: well are they referencing shane douglas and they could be uh, referencing shane douglas i forgot that even happened last week because they pretty much told us that uh, michael shane is going to be the new franchise yeah does that mean shane is
0: switching to a manager or they're going to be like a team
1: i think he's switching to a
2: manager
0: Did you ask me why he would be? No, I
2: think he is. Oh, Running knee to Michael Shane. Oh, Oh. jawbreaker.
0: All right, Sanjay. Jeez.
2: The cow cut
1: cut. Is that
0: what they call that?
1: Yeah. Cow cut cut. What the hell? I don't know what that means. Cow cut cut. Yeah, I think I looked that one up last week when he did it. Because I didn't hear what Tanay said. Whipping chain into the corner. Sanjay running. Nope. Michael Shane moved. Hits the turnbuckle. Michael Shane to the apron and he's going up to the top rope, going really, really slow. Something oh fuck. He almost oh, he missed slipped. the rope for a springboard drop kick. He
2: didn't hit all of it. We're gonna hit a dive here.
0: Holy oh, fuck. Oh my god. Well, Michael Shane didn't bother to catch him, really. No. Oh, there is a replay, because, of course.
1: Hey, Bob, take a shot of your cranberry vodka. No, uh, I don't have that today. I have a Coke Zero, my third one.
0: My first one. Really? Friend. Yeah, because I only had two in the refrigerator. I forgot to buy some today.
1: Oh. In... Over oh, the head suplex. Oh, what's this? Wait what a second? is he, he doing? Co- He just pulled him closer to one turnbuckle and then went to the further one.
2: What is he doing? Holy shit, a huge springboard flying elbow. Kick out, though. Impressive. And now he's
1: going on the closer turnbuckle. What's this? Phoenix Splash? Nope.
0: Oh, the Hindu press. Hindu press.
1: Oh get oh, out of come here. On, man. Michael Shane got a cover by holding the tights. Get out of here, man. That's some bullshit. See yeah. now here's
0: the thing. I think so. Sanjay does a is a lot of fun to watch. But like you can't be jobbing him out every week.
1: Is he like our new underdog? Oh the theme not even song. On, volume two, NWAT 9com You can you can listen to the Ring Entrance Music C D. Oh, Shane,
2: but busted lip.
1: Uh, why do I feel like
0: the NWA TNA CD there of theme music probably wasn't a major seller?
1: I couldn't imagine. Backstage with Dusty, I'm going to make a prediction real quick before we get too far into this interview, and that is that Dutt is going to win this Invitational that Michael Shane had and end up facing him for the title.
0: Well, we don't even know who's in it.
1: I know. That's my prediction, though. They're talking, he says, about Jimmy Hart. I don't know if there's anybody in the world that Jimmy Hart doesn't know. So that's uh, quite the open door.
0: No kidding.
2: And also pretty fucking accurate. Jeff Jarrett. Yes, we know,
1: Dusty, you have been on top of the mountain many times. We know.
0: Has Jimmy Hart ever managed Dusty Rhodes?
1: You'd have to figure that one out.
2: I don't think he has. My good friend. What? <sighs> you know how he uh. I he don't just, know what this guy's. He talking. just rambles, man. I don't know. I'm your shelter. You get the peeing in the win. I don't think Scott Hudson even knows what he's talking about.
1: Look at his his face; he's just looking at him. They're like, "Yeah, so uh, it's a big night tonight." <laughs> okay.
0: Sometimes I think Dusty just puts words together, and then he thinks he's putting something together that's coherent, but it's
2: not. The fuck.
1: Booker T. Williams asked him this when he was putting his bags in the taxi. Why did Jeff Jarrett do what he did at the bash at the beach? Holy (laughs) fuck, fuck, man. Dusty's even talking about this shit right now. He wasn't even there.
0: He wasn't even there. Oh, my God. This is not that big of a deal. I don't think a lot of people really talk about Bash of the Beach 2000 as some kind of, like, horrible thing. It was a bad angle. Oh, great. Security. Bet on Red. That means... And they're not talking about Amazing Red. They're talking about Kevin Northcote and Ryan Wilson. Holy
1: shit, where's Amazing Red, Ben? We need him back. He's probably Hurt. It's fucking dumb nerd Hurt in Japan, yeah.
0: Maybe he's still on the Greyhound bus that is 19 hours.
1: Look at Don Kells. Hey, speaking of Don Kells, my man. Hold on. I got to figure out a better way to got organize Bowtie. Um, Bowtie. I have a really random note on Don Kels. Uh no, he, was, he was one of 29 students that graduated with MBAs from Asper Business College at, uh, at the University of Manitoba on October 22nd. Uh, and continuing on that, I will say who he Let's see who they're facing first. Oh, no. Eric Watts, who is with Chris Vaughn, his neck brace on, and he's... his tag team partner, Don Harris. Oh. I, I have a note on him as well, kind of. Oh. Eric Watts come out in a jacket as if he's not wrestling, but they just said he is. so He's definitely wrestling. Um, so just an, continuing on that note of uh, Don, uh, Don Kallis' NBA that he just got. Callis won ECW and WCW. Uh, when ECW and WCW, who it's also noted Eric Bischoff was going to hire him as a new announcer when he was preparing the takeover of the company, Mm -hmm. uh, which is noted a lot. Uh, When it went down in 2001, he started studying for his MBA because he never wanted to be left in a position he was in uh, where he didn't have a good career option outside of wrestling. So that's why he uh, ended up getting that MBA there. Uh, And now moving on to Don Harris. Don Harris. He's a smart, he's a smart guy to do that. Absolutely. And of course, recently he became an impact executive. He has now left that position and now he's the manager of Kenny Omega. Yeah. And he had no controversies in that position at all.
0: No. No. Anyway. um, Probably should have taken that course on proper handling of. Workplace environment interactions with female talent. Alleged.
1: Alleged. Yeah. Um, Ron Harris has apparently quit the promotion, mm. and he is now working as a bodyguard for Randy Savage on tour. Oh Jesus! Uh, which is why Don Harris is back to his babyface security guard role. Mm. Which makes no. It's just noted that which makes no sense since he turned heel from that role already probably because he has gone back and forth between baby face and heel in the same fucking position. Cause it's Don fucking Harris and he doesn't do right. anything. <laughs> I'll tell you what though. I, this is what I'll say about Don Harris is that from the last time we saw him, he is in a, he's in better shape. He's thinned out a little bit. I thought he was Ron the first time we saw him. Cause Ron is generally the thinner one. I've noticed I can't fucking tell
0: which one's which. Just like you never could figure out which one was Joel and Jose Maximo. I couldn't tell you. I think you tell I me was, if this was Ron, and I'd be like, yeah, totally it's Ron. I'd have no idea.
1: I'm a little embarrassed about the Jose and Joel Maximo thing, because I was getting it for a while, and then, dude, it was just went downhill from there. Yeah, it was pretty embarrassing.
0: I mean, I, I would get messages all the time, be like, how does Tails not know who that is? Wow.
1: Uh, I have zero interest in this match. Don't know about you. Is Don and Eric Watts do a double back elbow to Kevin Northcutt. I don't have any interest either. So let's go to Bound for Glory 2011. No, hey, uh, do you have any Mr. independent Anderson's news about this match? Of- no, I don't. What about the last two matches? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so people are super not busy on the independent. Yeah, today. they really don't care. Oh, Eric They're Watts going against up. the rope, but Ryan Wilson stuck his knee up, and he punches Wilson off the apron, who looks like he can still look over the top rope when he's on the floor. Yeah, I mean, grabs like, the leg of Eric Watts. Kevin Northcutt goes for a leg drop after Eric Watts didn't stay down. And uh, Northcutt had to wait for Eric Watts to look back and be like, oh, fuck, I'm s- he's going to go for a leg drop. You're not supposed to notice that, Dallas. what's this? Kind of like a pump handle back suplex. One, two, kick okay, out. Uh, you know, I'll give him credit. We are 34 minutes and 40 seconds into the show, and we have not had one video package. I'm starting to think that they just took the
0: chairs away from the people on the floor level because uh, they're all still standing.
1: They are. They are still standing.
0: I don't think they have chairs.
1: Um, Maybe. I think it was a cost-cutting move. How much longer do you think we're going to have Dan Callis and Eric Watts fighting for power? Mm. Oh, there's Goldilocks. Goldilocks, the girlfriend of Eric Watts.
2: Pushes Don Cal, slaps him. Uh,
0: I'm going to say, I'll say that by the end of the year, they'll like have some kind of blow off. That way, I, I think it'd be a good idea to start 2004 with like a cemented idea of what you want to do.
1: Well, and it's important to note, just like last year, I believe we have about a two-week break at the end of the year of new pay per Yes, Yeah. Which, it's if you're uh, keeping track, me and Bob will be doing a year in review around that time, as well as finishing up the WWE shows. So that's a little look into our future, but we got, like, two months God. before that happens. I'm not looking forward to the WWE shows, I'll tell you that. It's so, just one more, right? One more, and we're going to do that before the year in review, so we just get it over with. Oh, God. But we got, like, two months before that happens. Kevin Come Northcutt, comes back that's with a something. kick to the face of Don Harris. Rudy Charles is distracted. Don Calis throws Northcutt yeah. brass knocks Or handcuffs. They're the handcuffs. I think it's handcuffs. Don Harris rolls him up. Really?
2: Do now.
0: Did Ryan Wilson do anything in that match other than trip him?
1: I don't think he did. And if you notice, he's not sweaty like Northcutt is. Northcutt, I mean, that's partial part of his hair being wet, but... He's, like, yeah. very wet, even in the front. So, okay, they almost just killed Don Harris. Uh, it was supposed to be, like, a flapjacket look like, and Don Harris rotated onto his face. Goldilocks tending to Eric Watts out. So the ring, Eric Watts back in the ring, goes after Northcutt with the Irish whip. Ryan Wilson's watching it happen, and then gets clothesline.
0: Pump kick. Another pump kick.
1: Mr. Explosion, Eric Watts. Here comes Callous dancing on the apron. Kremlin grab the uh, fucking more handcuffs, dude. Watts is gonna choke slam him, but they're going wicked slow. And then no, they
0: he run. dropped the handcuffs, and Northcote had to go grab it on the floor. Oh, that's funny. Lord.
1: Well, they took forever to stop it from him
2: choke slamming him, though. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, spike
1: pile Driver potentially oh. here.
0: And, um, well, they didn't really time that
1: good, but that's okay. Well, they're two big, awkward guys. What do you expect? Is Callus is kicking Watson? Who's, like, dead? He's no-selling it.
0: He's no-selling it because he's unconscious.
1: Heavy D with a chair.
2: Wow, Bob, that was a fucking shit show. Yeah. Wait well, a second.
1: What a, The first short, video package of the night.
0: Footage of the vicious attack. Now, I want to point out, I don't really see Jarrett. Does Jarrett ever really hit him on the knee?
1: No, Bob, he doesn't.
0: <laughs> so,
1: if you hit him over the head. But... Bro, he doesn't even go anywhere near his knee, okay? Sounds like a Rick Santel type of uh, injury here. Now they're showing
0: Russo and Styles talking. Ekmo. Give Eckmo the title. Do it. Cowards.
1: I'm going to be damned if uh, you do that. Take my title shot.
0: I'm Jeff Jarrett. Oh, great. Vince Russo
1: will come out. He's going to get beat up. He didn't want to do a blade job, though. No, he did not. We did discuss that. He was not feeling the blade.
0: Dallas, what would you rather have, a cough or a runny nose?
1: A runny nose. Absolutely.
0: If anybody ever tells you they'd rather have a cough, they're a psychopath.
1: Yeah, they are. Come on.
2: Well, well, it was a while without a, uh,
1: a video package, but this is like a very mashed up one. Between the Hogan attack and Jimmy Hart coming and Dusty being disappointed in Jarrett and him winning the title, I'm sure, is coming up in a minute. It's a little bit of everything right
0: here. Yeah, but ultimately, it means
1: uh, nothing.
0: Exactly. Why? Why? Why?
1: Why'd you do what you did at Bash at the Beach? Why? Why? And, why, and then it's why? super clear that Jimmy Hart was going to get hit because he took his jacket off. I mean, they did not even try to hide that at all. Get on your little you airplane, know, fly down to Tampa.
0: It is Tennessee in October. It's probably, you know, 70 degrees out there. It's probably warm.
1: The jacket off. Oh, okay. That's why he took it off.
0: Yeah.
1: He ties Jimmy Hart to the robe, whips him.
0: now uh, uh, No, remember? Then he goes, doesn't he grab him by the face, but he tells him about the back.
4: No, Hulkster's the best. Yeah,
1: Hogan's the best. <laughs> <Help>. <laughs> Damn it! Stupid. Hulk Hogan is the best. Uh, Hulkster's the man.
2: Hulkster will save me. Yeah,
0: I'm sure he will, um, Jimmy. We get it, Jet. Yeah, here you go. Sierra
1: yeah. There. Oh, they cut that part out. Oh damn it! Oh wait, no. Oh wait, no. There it was. Hulk. Hulk's
4: the man. Hulk's the man. Hulk's the man. It's
1: like it's like the uh, was it Pinocchio and Trek?
2: I'm
4: a
1: uh, real boy. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah, the whipping of a belt this is just crude
2: this Is just devastating. It was.
1: It really it really was devastating, man. Oh. Now we're at the title match. Okay, I don't this know. Why are
0: they doing this in the middle of the show? I don't understand that.
1: Excessively long. Showing all the people watching, even though then the fans were paying more
2: attention to them than they were the match. Now what, Jarrett? Now what? Now nah, what? One, two,
0: but AJ can't win it. Oh, he hit him with the belt. And he won.
2: Devastating. (sighs) Don Callis is heavy. I will get my revenge.
1: Okay, come on. That's my
0: favorite thing, that the main angle here is between Jarrett and Jimmy Hart. I love it. For that. real.
1: Well, here we go. We're in the ring with Mike Taney, as we just witnessed in that video package that felt like it was 20 minutes long.
2: Sure did. It's been a very productive month of October.
1: There's a sign right behind Mike Taney. that says, I fear Sabin. And he's too. wearing a Jason mask.
0: Hey, I'll see There's then.
1: Jeff Jarrett. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you what. I really like Jarrett's theme song. So he can come out as many times... What, he got a format in his hand? <laughs> Jarrett, you're supposed to layer that, leave that with your dad or Dutch backstage. Why do you got that no, in This is what he's going to do. He's going to come out. He's coming out. And he's going
0: to be like, Tonight, you see what this is right here?
1: And then today's gonna
0: be, what are you talking about, Jeff? And he's gonna have a scowl. It's a piece of paper. It's Hulk Hogan's
1: contract that he didn't sign. That he didn't sign,
0: and he's gonna rip it up.
1: Dude, and I think like, that they are. Some...
0: ever coming in.
1: What is that camera angle? What the hell? I don't know. There was like behind a guardrail, lit, sitting this... down in a chair.
0: Don't these wrestling shows have like twelve cameras,
1: but they only use like three? Yes. And it's weird. Dude, I have a feeling that is actually, that Jarrett's about to, like, bury Hogan.
0: What, like, is he wearing?
1: Uh, it's like a, a, Pais- a Paisley what? seafoam green shirt, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. You eliminated Vince Russo, which seems like a face thing to do, and now he's the heel champion. And now you beat up Jimmy Hart and the title victory over AJ Styles.
2: Get to the point tonight.
1: You're exactly right, Mike, today. He's talking about baseball, which I know nothing about. So, Bob, he said that they have the what on October?
0: The World Series.
1: World Series. Is that accurate? Yes. Wow. Okay. Mr. October. (laughs) I like how you need to Is that true? Is it the World (laughs) Series? (laughs) They said it. Is it accurate? I don't know. Tennessee Titans won in the World Series back in 2003, guys. And Tennessee
0: Titans are
1: not for... a baseball team, you son of a bitch. The football. Uh, the Tennessee uh, Hornets are oh playing, playing the, at the NCAA baseball tournament to win the World Series.
0: Tennessee Hornets won the College World Series. <laughs> a, ba-
1: a basketball. Basketball. The NCAA.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bubba the Love
0: Splash. What the fuck is Bubba the Love in, do they? doing the Friend
2: of Hulk Hogan. Oh.
1: Talk about Jeff Jarrett winning the title. Hogan needs surgery because of Jeff Jarrett, which is not true because he hit him in the head with a guitar, not the fucking knee.
0: Yeah, Tanae looks like he's pissed that he has to agree with what he's saying.
1: Well, I feel bad that Jarrett even has to bullshit his way through this. Like, I actually feel bad for him. (laughs) Like, come on. Yeah. Oh, he's got an email. Let's see. Dear Jeff. I'm a longtime fan who's watched every single episode of TNA. I don't think anyone has done that besides uh, us at this point. Yeah. Um, wanted to thank him for everything he's done for the wrestling fans across the country. Congratulations for winning back the belt. That was rightfully yours. Did you just see TNA's uh, side eye that he gave us? Yes.
2: He doesn't buy it at all. I'd also like to thank you, Channing. We want Hogan. Jared yeah, yeah, said we. Him. I
1: want him too. A yeah, well, few people could hold on just one second. They're getting louder. They're getting louder. As I bet you, well, JB is throwing t-shirts in the crowd.
0: He just said if you could, if you could hang on one second, which means, I don't know, is he still a full-fledged heel here?
1: Or I'm is not, he playing? Yeah, he's or, a heel, dude. He's reading an email about this fan quote fan saying that Hogan's a cancer to the business. Right. Or is he playing it up as like a delusional guy that he thinks like
0: they still love him? Hmm. I don't know if he, I don't know if he's embraced the heel part yet. Hmm, that's an
2: interesting way to look at it. He said, "This is
1: my favorite part." Hopefully Jimmy Hart will stick his nose. He won't stick your no- his nose in your business again. I can never get tired of seeing you give that guy a beating like you gave him last week. Oh, so he does want him to get. The fan wants Jimmy Hart to get in his business again. That way
0: that Jared can beat him up. Oh, okay. Taney just stops and look at him. Said. Tanae, you're pushing your luck with me, pal. Tanae questioned if it was legitimate, and that really offended Jeff. What I really came out here to talk about. Jimmy Hart!
2: I don't have to wait till the end of the show. I'm not going to wait. So I hope out there in that limo you brought... There, he's hoping you brought uh, Hulk Hogan.
0: So don't do that. Don't. Don't even hint that it could be Hogan, because...
1: Oh, AJ Styles oh, AJ. coming out right now.
0: It's me, Jeff. I am
1: the guy. Yeah, and Jimmy he comes Hart. out with Jimmy Hart.
0: Jimmy Hart managed me at a Georgia independent show uh, three weeks ago, so I technically fit the description. Here no, I
1: he's am. his new protege it's starting tonight.
0: Why not? It's a perfect crime.
1: Oh, my God. DJ Styles oh. with one part of his shirt tucked in in the front and the other part untucked. Spiked That's a good look. I, can, I respect it. Yeah, though, I just got out of bed and hit a rush to get ready for work look. Yeah. His hair's all spiked up.
0: AJ's definitely getting cheered. Speaking of good-ass entrance music. <laughs> AJ's definitely getting cheered. They definitely did a double turn. Yeah, I think so as well. AJ, AJ, AJ.
1: Jeff, you seem to be a little worried about who Jimmy Hart is bringing in. You need to be worried about AJ Styles. Yeah. Look at Tanay, look at him. His facials are just... Tanay is so good, and I feel like not enough people talk about Mike Tanay. They really don't. They know more than anyone that... I deserve a rematch. I don't know, AJ. You got your butt kicked. Yeah, he did. He
0: didn't really put up much of a fight.
1: You just don't get it. Jarrett. saying, as far as I'm concerned, when I beat you last week, you've now fallen to the bottom of the barrel, just like I had to do. I was just going to say, that's what they were saying to Jarrett. I like that. It's going full circle, man. They said, you're not getting a rematch, Jarrett. You're at the bottom. Well, I mean,
0: Jarrett was at the bottom for like eight weeks.
1: Wait. He just said, why don't you enter the X Division Inter... uh, Oh, and he called him a boy. The
0: X Division Triple Chance Tournament
1: Invitational. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, the one who put TNA on this map. So it does... I have a
2: feeling he's about to enter it. I'm going to win that, and then
1: I'm coming for you. No. Is he? I think he's about to. His X marks the spot. You're in my ring with my title. Okay, so I guess he didn't confirm it. But if... Oh, oh. Blackshirt security looking like they're aggressively holding back AJ Styles.
0: That's rude. Why is that one guy hugging him?
1: I know. Styles still trying, but... And here's the red shirt. Uh, Ryan Wilson. Uh, Puts him in a fucking full Nelson.
0: He's about to separate his fucking shoulder.
1: He said,
2: all right. Adrian's looking like a punk. Yeah, he is.
1: Don Cal said, last time I looked, you're not booked on this card tonight. And you didn't buy a ticket to get in here. Well, no one did. But But no one did. They're kicking Styles out. He looks like he's the newest victim what? of the Don Kills. Uh,
0: so now it was D'Lo and Jerry and now it, they're literally pulling him by his hair.
1: Yeah.
0: He's kicking and screaming. He's like, this is
1: ridiculous. Okay, so Jarrett is blo- ignoring this now and saying, okay, Jimmy Hart, there he goes, ready? Right outside the building. The NWA World Heavyweight Champion is challenging you to bring your opponent down See, the crazy thing about this is, and, you know, we've talked about this before, too, is, like, you'd buy this show because you're excited about a surprise. They could literally wait till the end of the show when it doesn't matter because you already bought the show. You're probably yeah. going to watch it. Oh, Dusty's coming out. Yay. Great. Is this what we get for not having any segment segments or highlight packages throughout the show that we're getting a wicked long one?
0: Yeah, probably.
1: We deserve this, I guess. We don't. You know,
0: we got spoiled with, like, you know, 40 minutes of action. How dare they? Yeah. Comes to an abrupt... This has been going on for almost 15 minutes.
1: I know. We're at a 52 minutes and 42 seconds, so... I did do a time check around the time that highlight package went on, so you guys do the math. Dusty's in the ring now with Jarrett. Tanae was very concerned and the look on his face. You know, you really amazed
2: me. Anybody.
0: NWA World Heavyweight Championship.
1: Did I hear that right?
0: Well, to me, that's the road that I hear. Is that what show. I heard?
2: No way. Yes, he is. He's going out for the challenge there, Don.
1: He said he's challenging anyone in the back who is a worthy opponent. And he flips the hat off. Dusty red shirts are back in the ring following with Jarrett. Like, hey, we're his security now, too.
2: Says, so Mike am get Dusty out of my damn ring. Ooh. Wow, dude. Okay. Tanay's very disappointed. It's my world.
0: Great. So now they're going to do a slow build for a Dusty and Jarrett match.
1: <sighs>
0: Again, for the end of the eight world title. I can't wait.
1: Well, I'm the segment's so finally through. coming to a close, so whatever.
0: Yeah. Well, it literally took almost almost fifteen minutes yeah. on the dot.
1: We're on backstage. Johnny Swinger, Simon Diamond, with Glenn Goldberg and David Young. They they want a world tag team title match next week. What's it going to be? Liberty says, I don't, don't know what do the it. hell I'm going to do. Don't do it. The Yankees lost.
2: That sucks.
0: Yeah, they lost to the Marlins.
1: How do you just know that off the top of your head? I, rem- I remember that World Series very vividly. What the hell? Sonny Siaki walking in here. Kaki
2: Siaki, the ace in the hole. He's like, you know, got this problem we got with AW, right? He's like, no, I don't. I haven't been watching the show. <laughs> I thought I thought they didn't like each other. Gilberti and Siaki. Oh wait, Swinger
1: said, "Simon, you have a problem?" No, I don't have a problem. You have the problem. So Simon really? does not That's have what a they... problem. Yeah, irritating. but who is that? That was not Lollipop. No, dude, I saw her earlier. She's a pirate. Siaki pushing okay, Trinity. Okay, Sonny, we got it. Siaki and Akimo coming out for a tag team match.
0: don't appreciate the fucking domestic violence.
2: Who?
4: Who? <laughs>
1: I feel like if I was Siaki and they Mm -hmm. were like, hey, so you're going to have to push her as you come out. As soon as you, before you walk out the curtain, I'd be like, Trinity, I am so sorry about this. And then you go out and you you just have to start shoving her. I'm sorry.
0: I know. I know I would. I'm sure she didn't care. She was probably whatever. Yeah, I don't know who this girl is. Oh.
1: Danny Doring and Roadkill are their opponents. All right.
0: Do I have any indie news for these guys or what? Uh, no,
1: <laughs> I am uh, surprised we've been seeing Roadkill this much. To be honest with you, he seems like someone they'd bring in like once or twice, and then that'd be it.
0: Well, maybe it is once or twice. This would be the second time.
1: No, this is the third, isn't it? Yeah, this is the th- third match. They're non-title time. match. All right, What's fine.
0: One, two, three, four, five, seven. Who cares?
1: Well, was Doring and him like a, a decent t- like over tag team before? Or yes. What? Like, very over?
0: Uh, They were probably the top babyface team in the last year of ECW, yeah.
1: Really? Wow. I feel like the last year of ECW I know virtually nothing about.
0: You wouldn't be the only one. A lot of people don't. The last year of ECW was their best year in terms of business, and probably from top to bottom consistently their best in-ring year. Really? Really? Yeah, because, you know, obviously people are going to be like, oh, Eddie and Malenko whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's one good match or a great match. And then the rest of the card would be like, you know, Hack Myers against uh, fucking J.T. Smith or something. It wouldn't be very good. Okay. ECW 2000, though. Some, I would say, top to about consistently good stuff. Siaki with a swinging side slam of sorts here on Danny Doring to kick off the match. Everybody is still standing. Is this some kind of competition amongst the people in the crowd? Like who can stand the longest or something? I don't get it. Wait, Tanae is saying on commentary that Roddy Piper is still calling. Yeah, well, they should just ignore the phone call.
2: Yeah, he's still
1: calling the TNA offices. Roadkill with a running power slam. Dorian coming off the top, it looks like. Yep, and he's going to do a light drop.
0: Nice. Oh, no. Oh, he kicks Yaki, does Dorian from the apron. And tried for the like hurricane oh. but Siaki countered it by ramming Doring headfirst into the ring steps.
1: Hey, Bob, you know what I forgot? What? Um We still got Raven and Vampyr on this show, which is pretty fucking cool. And they haven't, like, talked about that at all.
0: Uh, I'd be lying if I said that uh, I remembered that. So I would not remember that.
1: Why? Ha- they definitely should have mentioned that at some point on this show. <laughs>
0: I feel like by them not mentioning it, it means that it's not going to be a focus moving forward. Which is kind of a disappointment. Oh wow. Oh yeah. A big
1: punt kick to Danny Doring by
2: ECMO. It was very I clearly
1: wearing time. his like Jamal attire. Is that he definitely wore that on Raw, did he not?
2: Oh probably. Like they look super familiar. Right, he probably did. Big leg drop.
0: One, two, Dorian kicks out again. What is Trinity complaining about?
1: She's just like, what the hell? Yelling at Siaki, it looked like, to watch the match, because he's focusing on her, I think.
0: Oh, jeez, a double Oh,
1: wait, a- Gilberti's out here chatting with Trinity. Is...
0: Is he trying to recruit Trinity? She is a Long Island girl. Oh, Okay, that could be fun. And they are the New York connection. Could you around. could
2: you see Trinity managing like Swinger and Diamond? I could see her managing Swinger. Yeah.
1: The move that Siaki was just doing to stretch Doring's arms while they were hooked on the rope was really silly. I
0: thought he was giving him a titty twister at first Not that we haven't
2: seen that before
0: Oh well, here comes Ekmo Siaki just did like a suplex into the corner on Doring. Now Ekmo's going to come in probably murder him with a splash No he misses it Just tagging Roadkill You're right there There we go Siaki didn't get tagged in. And then Roadkill's going to clean house with some clotheslines. Chickens. Backdrop. Boom. See you later, Siagi. Gilberty's still talking to Trinity. Maybe he's trying to say, like, hey, I won't push you. Side slam by Roadkill. Ekmo's
1: that was a tick- kick to the gut, but I thought it was a low blow at first. Yeah.
0: Well, this is a backsplash. Roadkill charging the corner. Big splash of his own. Doring, no, he counters, sends Uh-oh. Roadkill in, but he gets decked by ECMO.
1: I mean, I haven't seen a ton of Roadkill's work. I mean, I obviously know who he is, but he seems like a pretty, like, decent, bigger guy.
2: He's not bad. ECMO well, picking up mm-hmm. Doring. Uh-oh. Small and drop. Small and drop, yeah.
1: Gilberti trying to talk to Siaki, who just blew him off ringside. That was not a focus, but
0: clothesline off the top by roadkill. One, two. Well, oh, Ekmo kicks out. They try to say there's a shoulder block. It's a clothesline. <sighs> roadkill going to the top rope again. What is Gilberti talking about with Siaki? Leave it alone. Siaki gets over there, shoves uh... Roadkill off. Go funk? Oh, Ekmo trying to
2: do a, a kip up. up
0: kind of failed at it. Super kick, though.
2: He's climbing to the Uh-oh. top.
0: Uh-oh. And there it is. That should do it. One, two, three. Who? <laughs>
1: Who? <laughs> Yo, birdie in the ring. <laughs> he's like, dude, Siachi, come on, man. <laughs> Trinity is not in the ring celebrating with them.
2: No, she's not. Oh, Siaki's got a microphone. Ooh. Clem <laughs> Goldberg, don't worry about your problems because
1: next week, A&W versus Ekmo Fatu and Sonny Siaki. So, it looks like they are not getting
2: their title match next week.
0: Trinity's disgusted. She's walking away. Trinity's like, screw you guys for helping out Gilberti. I'm done. That was her breaking point, not getting abused, It's that they're helping out Gilberti?
1: Wait, Jimmy Hart has been laughing excessively for the last two hours, they just said, as he's standing at the limo.
0: Could you imagine? (laughs) Jimmy Jimmy Hart is laughing for two hours in the parking lot So
2: Dusty Rose wants to
1: know who's in it Mike Tanay wants to know who's in the limo Jeff Jarrett do you want to know who's in the limo You got a big surprise That's Frank the driver but let's go Oh my god is there a Hummer
2: He's also who's in the Hummer He's
0: laughing as they're cutting to Kid Cash
1: who's coming out right now. Uh,
0: I have indie news for Kid Cash. <gasps> what? It's a
2: first blood match? What?
0: What? That's what Borash just said. I don't know. what. Uh, all right. Well, on October 24th, Kid Cash defeated Delirious and Matt Seidel for GCW in Missouri. And then the next day, he teamed up with Matt Seidel in a losing effort against Diamondback Dingo and the Outcast for GCW, also in Missouri.
1: Wait, 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 Bob. Share on a, a poll
0: for his blood match.
1: What in the world? I thought Vince Russo was done right in these shows. What in the world? And then we have a Retribution
0: fucking blood match or whatever.
1: No, that's a Blood Gallows of Retribution Dream match, which you have to hang your opponent.
0: Yeah, and they gotta be, like, bleeding and stuff or whatever, don't they?
1: Uh, I don't remember that part, but maybe, yeah. Well, there's gonna be blood. I mean, let's be real. I mean, come on. It's Raven and Slash. Okay, so kind of a weird way to be booking this chair-on-a-pole first blood match. What in the world... Have we noticed that Abyss has his Abyss music at this point as well, or no? Um, This might have been one of the – I don't know if I've noticed it before. This is the first time that – yeah, I guess I'm noticing it. Masked Monsters Rule is what the Jason and Scream guys are holding up in the crowd. They're the only ones in a costume. How would Mike Tene just said that the chair on a pole match evens the odds between Cash and Abyss? How? <laughs> How's that even the odds? Because Abyss has a mask on. Can we not forget that? Like, Abyss is like very, very little skin showing as he just gets low blowed by Kakesh, Man, who's now going to pants. climb to the ropes and get the chair.
0: Well, like, if he just had the chair to start the match, yeah, it evens the odds, but he's still got to go get it.
2: Abyss stops him. Oh, big chop in the corner.
0: Who do you think sweats more, Abyss or Kevin Northcutt?
2: Abyss is, he's already, he was very, it's very clearly water to me, whereas Northcutt is mostly sweat, I think.
4: Yeah.
1: But Abyss does get quite sweaty in matches, so I'd probably end up seeing Abyss.
0: Especially when he eventually has, like, a leather vest. Yeah, which
1: is understandable. Holy say. shit! Did you see that? He just essentially chucked Kid Cash up with a press slam and then pulled him down to the map.
0: Uh, yeah, Dallas, I did see it. I am watching it.
1: I'm just I thought that the yeah. camera angle on that I and did, stuff was I impressive, too. Okay. This with a back kick, knocking Kid Cash off. Abyss doesn't want the chair now. He's on the middle rope instead. And he's going for a splash. And he misses.
0: Do you have to use the chair or
1: something, or no?
0: Does it have know. to be that chair on the pole?
1: I'm I'm sure there's 20 chairs underneath the ring. Yeah, I don't know if they really said. Kid Cash going for his coast-to-coast somersault dropkick. Mm. He actually hit that better than normal. I feel
0: like a abys- vicious abys- guy hitting the nuts
1: again. I mean, he, he seems like the kind of guy who gets hit in the nuts a lot. I'm just saying. I knew some people like that. Who who do you know that would get hit in the nuts a lot? Um, our buddy James. Yeah, he, he he was known for being, like, nut-shotted, nut like, on accident. He'd always get nut-tapped. Yeah. Oh. Always, no matter what. Okay, Kit Cash has the chair officially. Uh-oh. Is he going to draw first blood? No, he hits the turnbuckle, but he does not hit him in the face. Oh, but Abyss punches him in, oh. and it hits him in the face. Wow. He hit it pretty good.
0: If Abyss's hand is bleeding from that chair shot, does he uh, lose? Yes, he would. Would he really? Yeah, it's first blood, brother. Yeah,
2: but I thought it was going your forehead. Nah, it doesn't matter.
0: That's stupid.
1: Oh. Is he going to hit it? Nope. Can't do the backbreaker. We don't have a name for it yet. It's just a backbreaker.
0: I remember my favorite first blood match ever was between Hulk Hogan And Ric Flair, and Flair bleeds within, like, three minutes, and the referee's like, you know what? It's not enough blood. (laughs) So we're going to keep the match
1: going. Catapult, Kid Cash, right into the chair. Ooh. He just barely hit that, but it was enough that it looked like it hurt worse than if he hit it
0: Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was more like a thud.
1: He hit the bottom, like, edge of it.
0: Yeah.
2: The first wrestler who
1: bleeds loses. The chair is in play. Abyss takes it out of the corner, is that, throws it onto Abyss. Was
0: that the same chair from the pole? Yeah. Oh, I thought the chair on the pole was black. That okay?
1: Oh, the classic.
0: Oh my god, this guy in his nut shots. That's the third Abyss nut
1: going shot. for the like a sit down splash and kick yeah, cash. he's
0: going for the earthquake splash.
1: Here we go, and then Kid Cash moved the chair so it hit him in the nuts, which is a move that Abyss will then take about a million more times throughout his career. You think you think only a million? <laughs> uh, Kid Cash going for a triple jump, uh,
0: springboard. I think it's a oh nice. I think it's a a million times. It was just barbed wire. All the times he'd have like the barbed wire board, and he'd go for the splash, and then like they'd be like, yeah. "No, got ya."
1: Mm
2: Bumpacks, barbed wire boards, chairs to the nuts. Janice. Janice. Janice was actually scary, though. Yeah. Cash going to the top rope again. Oh, shit.
0: Splashed on top of the chair.
2: Had to feel good
0: probably felt great.
2: Oh, Abyss is
0: wedging the chair up in the corner.
2: Don was says, Kid Cash is more hard-headed than I thought he was. Oh, oh, whipped into that. But look at, oh,
1: Kid Cash had his hand on I thought he was going to whip it out at Abyss. Oh, shit. Abyss hits it face first after Kid Cash moved out of the way. Abyss looks so to the terrible. floor. Yeah.
0: Is Abyss going to be busted open from that?
1: Uh, I have a bad feeling he will be, but I don't know. But, I mean, Mike Posey just checked on him, and he didn't say he was bleeding yet, so let's see if he gets in the ring and is magically bleeding. Hair's in the face, so he can't really tell yet. He's kind of hiding it.
2: Nope, he's not bleeding. Black hole slam. Oh, shit, he is bleeding. Is he? Yeah. But he's hiding it from the space.
1: ref. Oh, fuck, it's on his arm, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to hide that part.
1: Oh, Ted shot with the chair. Ref still hasn't checked abyss.
2: Oh, he just looked right at abyss. Oh, there it is. Uh, Posey's
0: going to get murdered. Well, that's how Kid Cash gets a win over Abyss by not pinning him but just making him bleed.
1: That's probably why they did this, I bet you. They Abyss, Abyss yeah. just realized he's bleeding. He wiped it on his hands. He's Uh-oh. screaming. He's seen his own blood. He's Uh-oh. getting more angry.
0: Oh.
1: Oh no, Mike Posey, poor Posey,
0: guy. Run. Posey, run. Smash mouth the Kid Cash. Great, right. Cash gets knocked out.
1: Oh, kicks Posey in the gut. <sighs>
0: Posey, what are you doing? Just run! Oh no! Shock treatment, and see. oh my God, jeez! Oh, Posy's probably out for the rest of the show. That's good. And now Abyss has got a has got cash. They're trying to call for help
1: for Posey. Wait, black shirt security trying to stop Abyss. We know how this is going to end, right?
0: Probably not well. That one guy looks like Brian Lawler. Yeah,
1: it does. Bell's ringing. No one's stopping this. Oh, one of the security coming back. Black hole slam. Oh, boom. Man, I love that move. I don't know about you. I think it's so fun to watch. Yeah, it is a good move.
2: Oh, jokes like mine with a chair.
1: Oh, jeez. Wow.
0: What are the odds that the security guy knew that was going to happen?
1: I don't know if he really did, because he spun him right onto the chair. It was pretty nice. (gasps) Wait a second.
0: Tanay, run.
1: He's looking at Tanay. Andrew Thomas, who is arguably one of the uh, referees who takes the most bumps and gets knocked out off the dish, attempting to stop abyss by doing, come on, man, come on. So you know how that's
2: going to work.
0: Come on.
1: He's walking away. Now this is just going to go walking back to his boiler room. There's a monster on the loose in the TNA asylum. The
0: following message is brought to you by the franchise, Shane Douglas. Great. Is he going to be staring at tits again or what? Nope.
2: He said, all I can tell you is, wow, I love it. Said he was going to build a new franchise here in TNA. A lady. What? Until you gave me these beautiful pictures. Mm. The franchise pays your check.
0: From shooting some wedding suit. I thought they were going to mess up and show her face before they were supposed to. Who is it? Oh.
1: He's got a big, big announcement. The world is yours.
0: Uh, Come on, Shane. Move a little bit so I can see her face.
1: I have a pretty good guess. Just because I saw her hair. Who? Tracy. Mm. We haven't seen her in a while. And she just came up in our notes recently. Mm. That's a good point. Just a guess. He's talking to someone else, though, off-camera. The spot could be yours. A new franchise of TNA.
0: I think it's going to be Kazarian.
1: Oh. Scott Hudson talking with Father James Mitchell and Vampiro, who looks like a fucking boss right now, looking pissed.
0: Yeah. That bean is really doing it for me.
1: Well, it's the way he just looked up at the camera. He's got the studded leather vest. Oh, look at his nails. He hasn't slept in three days. Mitchell, this is. Every time I pick it up, I pick it up. Raven says, dream blood, Mitchell. Dream blood. Wait, did he say
0: Raven's been calling him?
1: Yeah, and it's Raven saying dream dream blood. It's a different day and age, Bob. Just block the number. Unplug your phone. He holds the key to his soul. Vampiro promises he won't let him down. The Gallows of Retribution match for change on all four sides of the ring. You know what this match should have been? And the only way to beat your opponent is to throw him over the top rope and choke him until he can't go anymore. Go ahead, Bob. Sorry, I was just making sure we got the rules down.
0: Yeah, this match, this match should have been an I Quit match, and then Vampiro showed up with his his lips stitched together. Mm. That way he'd be like, I can't say I quit. Because my lips are stitched together. I like that. But then Raven uses scissors to cut his lips open, and Vampiro quits.
1: So we are coming on to the new church's song. So Vampiro does not have his. Oh, we
0: oh. Oh, we oh. Oh, we oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know more words than this than I thought you did. Oh, you
1: know more words
0: than I
1: you did.
4: Oh,
0: Oh, you know that, you know that. Oh, O-E-O. oh yeah, okay. uh, Are you excited
1: about this match? I'm more excited for the theme song. Oh yeah. Well, so that Raven's song. You want to say all the words he says in the beginning? Come and join me in Raven's, Raven's Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange House of Fire. Well, hey, during this intro, I have a quick note about Vampiro. It's nothing crazy, but it was it's mentioned. It's in the Mexico section of the Observer. Um, and the short version is that Antonio Pena was wanting to use someone from TNA to interfere and cost uh, Latin Lover to lose his match um, against mm-hmm. Hector Garza. That ended up switching, and Garza got his head shaved. Um, and they were thinking about having Vampiro be the one who came out. Uh, well, Vampira was booked that day at Casillo, Calicio, teaming with Mil Mascaris, and nobody from TNA came down. So, nothing happened. They just showed a weird picture-in-picture picture when Raven was coming over that guardrail that was not supposed to be shown. But Yeah, that's fine. And here's comes Raven with wicked cool white eye face paint. He's got dream blood painted over his chest with some white markings. His hair is growing out pretty damn quick, if you ask me.
0: Well, yeah, it's only been like a month.
1: He looks like Bob
2: right
0: now. Looks like me? Yeah. Look at his hair. You guys have the same
1: hair right now.
0: I don't look like Raven. I don't got face paint on my cheeks. You look like Raven. Mm. Uh, I have some indie news here for Vampiro, but it's with a bunch of guys. I don't know how to pronounce their names. Well, go ahead and try. He he teamed up with Lismar Jr. and... To Nibblus Jr. to defeat Black Warrior Mascara Ano two thousand in Universo two thousand in a best two out of three falls match on October twenty eighth for
1: CMLL. Okay, nice.
0: That's about it. That was the the day before this show.
1: Oh wow. Uh, the match has started. We're in an hour twenty one minutes and thirty seven seconds, and we've Rampiro's gone for a couple kicks here. And you're just reminding me more that I need to check out some of Vampiro's work in Mexico because I bet you some of it's pretty good.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. I I don't
1: know how I feel about having the chains in the ring like this. Yeah, so there is chains on every rope, similar to the strap match that they did a while back. And there's a dog collar attached to each one of those so you can strap the dog collar around your opponent's neck, throw them over the top rope, and incapacitate them. This is a pretty, like, violent idea for a match. Is it? I mean, you think about it, you have to choke your opponent by hanging them to fucking win? Yeah, brother.
0: Well, I mean, they've been only been doing that for, like, every match uh, every week between these guys, these groups. Yeah. I think being hung from a balcony is a little bit more dangerous than being having yeah, a Yeah, but dock. they
1: didn't throw him off the balcony to hang him.
0: Well, they should have.
1: Oh, my God, they died. I'm a little disappointed that this match doesn't have more hype behind it. I feel like I'm very excited to see this match since Vampiro came in and essentially screwed Raven so he got his head shaved and it's just like a casual match they barely mention on the show. It's kind of disappointing to me.
0: Uh, I kind of agree with you.
1: and I think I think the reason is because with this Hogan hype shit, Raven, who is arguably the biggest baby face in TNA, is getting put to the sideline, and this Hogan shit's not even happening. Absolutely. Raven just threw some chairs in the ring. He tried to get back in, but Vampiro caught him with some punches. He throws him against the rope, and pop-up powerbomb by Raven. Kind of looked a little
0: sloppy there.
1: Yeah, kind of looked a little weird, but he's going to put one of the dog collars around Vampiro's neck. He's choking him with it, and Vampiro's... Just tell him to pull him. So, uh, you know, it's caught it the microphone. Yeah, is that what he said? He said he said pull it or something. So I think he and he pulled at his face. Drop toehold hold to Vampiro onto a chair. Shocked that Raven even just hit that. i not it, it, He does that all the time. Well, he I feel like he ends up taking it half the time. Yeah, but he still ends up hitting it. Yeah, but I thought he would. Even taken if he it. has to
0: take it first.
1: Okay, fine. Your Vampiro blade. Let's see. He was just at the ring apron, so I, I bet you did. I think he did. Raven is putting one of the collars on him. Is really? he? Oh yeah, he's putting it on good too. He's feeding it through the little thing so it stays on and everything.
0: I don't see blood yet for Vampiro.
1: Except the problem is that Vampiro, the ro- the chain is in the ring, so he's through the bottom rope, so he's gonna have to get Vampiro in the ring in order to then throw him over. And Vampiro is bleeding.
0: Oh, he is bleeding.
1: Wow, The blood on the white makeup looks wicked good,
2: though. Holy shit, he's whipping him wicked hard with the chain. And the chain, this chain is ripped off the rope, so
1: it's going to be kind of useless, but you can still hold it, I suppose.
0: This This is Raven being a vampiro for the whole Dark Carnival thing in WCW.
1: Yeah, he's really getting the revenge for all of us. It's similar to the Bash at the Beach thing. We're trying to get revenge for all this <laughs> stuff that happened at WCW in 2000.
0: Yeah. Father James Mitchell just came in to kick Raven in the nuts, and they ran away. That's crazy. How effective. I don't know if it's squirting out of its head, is it?
1: Oh, s- spin kick to the chair to the face of Raven. Uh, I don't think it was squirting, but yeah, we'll just go with it. I do believe it probably came out more because when he was choking him, it was probably rushing to the, the whole wound, but... Yeah.
0: Uh, we're at 125, 45, 46, 47, 48, if you're watching along, but you're probably not.
1: And that's okay. That's fine. You know, that's what we're here If you're for. enjoying us talking about the show, that's all part of the fun. Vampiro on the top rope... With a spin kick to hit Raven. He does a lot of spin kicks here in 2003. He almost
0: landed on his feet doing that.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, he did.
0: That would have been really impressive. The
1: lack of blood. <laughs> oh, Tanay. Hits Raven against the steps. He's probably busted open now.
0: Go Raven, go. Go, Raven, go.
1: Dude, he is bleeding. I fucking knew it. He has her in his hands. Yeah, he does. And he goes up against the guardrail.
0: They do blade jobs on the weirdest things. You could literally go face first through, like, a barbed wire board and then nothing. But then you get freaking hit into the ring post and you're gushing. A ladder right to the forehead. Nothing. But if you go into the announcer table hard enough,
1: you're fucking cut. Yeah, right. Don West just noticed Raven's bleeding. He's like, oh my god, Raven's busted open. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, dude. It, the blood in this doesn't feel as, like, they just did a first blood match.
0: That's what I'm saying. I don't know why they would do a first blood match. Oh. Chair and a R- pool match before the
1: vampiro just wrapped the chain around his own head to headbutt Raven with the chain. Yeah, that's smart. So, here's how I would have done it they opened with a pretty like lackluster match. I think I would have opened with that first blood chain match, maybe, or even this match. But open with yeah. the first blood chain mat chair match or whatever. I think I would have started with this one. I would have too, especially because you- you're hyping the show around Jarrett. That's assuming to be up next, unless we have another match that I don't know of. Start
0: it off strong. I mean, if you don't start the show with X Division, start with this one.
1: Why not? I I agree. I do. But that's more of a modern-day thing, I think, Bob. I think nowadays that they would. I think this match would be first. Whereas in 2003, I think they were trying to make you wait for the good shit.
0: Yeah. Oh, the Imperial, Imperial. DDT
2: Raven onto a chair. Okay, he's got his own move.
0: Mitchell's like,
1: throw him over, throw Raven over the top, and end his career. Where's Punk and uh, Niro? Raven told him to stay out of his business. I'd be shocked if we see him. They were an explosion, cool. though. They were. Yes, they well, not explosion. My bad. That one of those dark matches that I mentioned. Dark matches. Okay. Oh, my God. Raven's getting his Rampiel's boot to choke him further. Raven's not. You have, not to, giving you have up. to submit in order to lose it. Pass out. This is really what I think it is. Oh, just passing out. Okay. It can cause brain damage. The lack of oxygen. Look at this, though. What a visual. Hanging Raven. Raven with the chain.
0: Raven, you can't lose.
1: Well, if he doesn't beat Vampiro, he can't get to James Mitchell. Andrew Thomas checking the arm. That's one. That's two. Two. No way.
0: He ain't losing this.
1: Oh, double arms up.
0: Uh, everybody knows that the third time you raise an arm, dude, that just automatically wakes you up.
1: Raven back up on the apron. Vampiro laying in some right hands. Raven coming back with some forearms as well. Hangs Vampiro over the top rope.
0: Yeah, Raven, you gotta take it off your neck, dude. You're not gonna really do anything.
2: Can't get too far.
0: Close yeah, lines Vampiro.
2: Here there we go. go. Right. He's taking it off.
0: Here he is. Now he's free.
2: Irish whip out of the corner
1: to the other one. Vampiro goes chest first. Comes back to a clothesline. line. Vampiro does not She'd like to take back bumps. Raven never does that move well ever.
2: Oh, goes to that bulldog, it but Vampiro countered. Right? Oh, Vampiro
1: went for a kick, but Raven hit a sidekick as well. Raven, dude, I'm telling you, Raven, when he when he blades, this dude digs deep because it's dripping every single time, like all over.
0: Well, I'm sure if you were to look at his forehead, it's probably all scarred up.
1: Oh, it is. It's not as bad as some people. He probably does a lot of hairline ones, I bet you. I would hope so. Oh, wow, look at this. What is he Raven doing? Raven is locking a vampiro on two different dog collars. Yeah, but I thought you had to hang him. Well, he's about to beat the shit out of him with something I have a feeling. With this trash can. Oh, I hate when they don't fix the apron. It bothers me.
2: Oh boy! What? Two trash can. Three trash can. Oh, oh vampiro sits down. You can't even
1: lay down. I know. Oh, boy. A table. Damn. How are you gonna use a table? Vampiro's laughing like he's trying to get out of those.
0: He's laughing like he's enjoying it. I think he's saying, "Get it off."
1: Yeah, I think he can't get it off. Oh, he got one off. Yeah.
2: Crowds uh, awake. We want tables. Yeah, he's still attached to the fucking
0: chain, Raven. What are you doing? Vampiro's Irish wasn't in the room. Vampiro is not two sixty.
1: Tonight just said he's two sixty. No way. Low blow by Vampiro. Hope he gets out. He's rubbing the blood on his face. He's licking it. Gotta oh, love that shit. Gosh. Oh, he just spit it out all over his chest. Lays look. Raven across the table.
2: It is gross.
0: Imperial going to the top rope. Crotched by Raven. Oh, boy. him up for a DDT off the top.
1: Oh, fuck. Raven took the blunt of that. He basically sat through the table. But you can't pin him.
0: Yeah, so what was the point of that? You gotta hang him again.
1: Dude, the head
2: trauma. Short trip, bad landing. (sighs) He's locking Vampiro up in it. Feeding it through. This is only negative with this. Oh, he's got it on him. And then over the top. Uh, oh, oh! Uh, is he gonna tap? Is he gonna give up, or is he just gonna shit, pass dude, he's out? He's pulling him up.
1: Is Vampiro gonna pass out here? Raven's really pushing it. Mitchell's just watching. Even though earlier he got in the ring and hit him, so dude, look how tight it is on Vampiro. Look at the blood dripping out. It actually is coming out a shit ton more.
2: He
0: gave up. He, I mean, he said, yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I give up. And then, like, Rudy Charles or Andrew Thomas was like, do you give up? He's like, yeah. And he even was like, yeah, I give up. Yeah, they like, do it three times. Mitchell in the ring. Fucking fireball.
1: Draven ducked it, though, and CM Punk was him trying Punk to check on him or something?
0: They look like. I think he was trying to, like, save him. I think he missed his cue. Yeah, I think he might have. I think, yeah, I think Punk was supposed to, like. Dive in front of him or tackle him down or something.
2: Raven said, what are you doing? I had him. He's on the microphone. He's like, you got to let me do it on my own. Yeah, Punk, what are you doing? You just tell Punk to get out of the ring. You're fired. Mitchell. I know you're listening. Well, yeah, he's
1: up the ramp.
0: Yeah, he probably hasn't even left the venue yet.
1: Promise he'd take out his men one by one by one. And all that's left is you and him. Dream blood, Jim Mitchell. Dream blood. Whatever that means. Next week, Jim Mitchell. Raven and Jim Mitchell next week. Last man standing. What in the fuck? Are you kidding me?
0: Jesus. I mean, there's no way. No. No way. There's no way. I mean, we know what that's going to be. It's just going to be Raven just destroying him for four minutes or something. Wow,
1: Bob. What a show so far, but we still have to figure out who Jimmy Hart has brought to fight Jeff Jarrett tonight. We're at the announce table now, going over that. Let's talk about next week. Okay. Okay. X-Division Triple Chance Individual, November 5th. Over-the-top inv- Invitational Battle Royal determined the top five seeds. So we know that none of them are actually going to get pedal shots.
0: Yeah, none of them will probably ever be seen again. I can't wait for Kid Romeo and Tony Mom Luke to probably okay. N-
1: November 12th, two qualifying matches. Seed 2 versus Seed 5 and Seed 3 versus Seed 4. Then November 19th is a three-way match determines the number one contender. Seed 1 versus uh, two mystery people, whoever wins those other two matches. So the whoever
0: wins the Battle royal goes right to the three-way match.
1: Yes. And then the other ones face off in matches to earn their spot in the three-way match. That's an interesting concept. It's kind of like that baseball thing they do in October, right? No. Oh.
0: <laughs> the number one seed doesn't just go to the World
1: Series and like all the other guys have to battle it out. Okay. You got to go to nwatini.com. And they're going to show you who is in the Battle Royal on NWATNA.com. So we'll tell I'm you in the say, notes before the show next week, probably. I'm going to say Shark Boy. Yeah. You got to get this Best of the NWATNA Title Matches DVD, TNA's Bloodiest Brawls, The Best of the X Get all three of them. Get the music CD, Volume 1 and 2. And you got to get the D-Lo Brown bobblehead. Jesus. Sell it, Don. Sell it. Did hey, America's go... want a shirt. Oh, that's a nice shirt. If you uh, go on eBay,
0: eBay, I know you can get those DVDs for 500 bucks. so uh, yeah, have fun. Were,
1: uh, yeah, they're a lot. Yeah. ECMO FOT 2 and Siaki versus AMW next week. And Raven and Father James Mitchell, Last Man Standing, apparently. Okay, Bob, it's time. We're an hour 37 minutes and 30 seconds, and we finally got to see who was in the limo and or Hummer. Because here oh, comes Jeff Jarrett. Well, Jarrett's got a long entrance here. So I have two notes on him, actually. Okay. That I should have told you one earlier, but um, one of them is a pretty shorter, quick one. Dave says, I have no idea what the deal is with TNA, AAA, and EMLL. Apparently, Jeff Jarrett agreed last week to hold off on the deal with Antonio Pena of AAA. Uh, Paco Alonso of EMLL was then supposed to contact TNA with a reply. He sent an email, basically said, and he basically said nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. So we don't know what's going on with that. We've been hearing about this for weeks, if not like over a month at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, and f- I'll give you my last note now during this entrance. And that is that Jarrett missed an announced NWA title match for the Wildside Group on 1025. Uh, I'm just pointing out Jarrett is coming out with two guitars in hand. Uh, AJ Styles appeared on that show, by the way. Uh, Bill Barron's opened up the show playing a video that Jarrett saying that he's uh, not coming anywhere near Cornelia, Georgia until Styles proves himself. The show itself drew a sellout of 180 fans and was said to be a great show. And the fact that the fans weren't all that upset about the bait and switch is both a compliment to the crew as well as a statement of the value of the NWA title and Jarrett these days. That's a good point. And that's going to wrap up, I believe, our notes for the the show. And Jarrett is saying, come out, surprise. Okay, we've got music. Who is it coming out here, Bob? It's Hulk Hogan's music. Oh, that's a way to get the fans real pissed. I think it's going to be Dave Sullivan. Oh, fuck.
2: (laughs) No.
0: Jimmy Hart's laughing.
2: The first man that picked up the phone. He's a good friend of Hulk Hogan's. He's got heart. And he's got desire. Hit the music. Jared's.
1: Oh. Oh, no. Oh, man. Well, we've seen him before. Dude, Bob, listen to the crowd. Listen to the crowd. They are not happy. Guys, if you're not watching long, TNA alum, <laughs> Hacksaw, Jim Duggan. Are they booing? Yeah, dude, they're pissed.
2: Some of them are doing the hoe, but... No, they're definitely booing. They're pissed.
0: You know, it probably doesn't help that they've already seen him, like,
1: in TNA. He said he's loyal to his country, loyal to his family, and he's loyal to his friend. He points to Jimmy Hart. Oh, fuck me. Fuck me.
2: <laughs> Hogan can take care of himself. He can fight his own battles. But what kind of man?
1: What kind of man would take a belt and whip Jimmy Hart? Till he bleeds. He wasn't bleeding. Did anyone watch the show last week? I don't, yeah, what, was he supposed
0: to bleed and he didn't? What's going on? Was Jimmy Hart feeling his sweat and thought it was blood?
2: Like, what's going on?
0: Yeah.
2: Well, Jimmy Hart asked Hacksaw to stand up, and you know he will. Jarrett, it's time to go to school, tough guy.
0: All uh, right, Doug, just uh, get in the uh, ring already. Yeah, they're definitely booing him. I'll tell
1: you what, this is a way to turn Jared face again.
0: Yeah, unintentionally.
2: God, do
1: I ever feel bad for Mike to Taney and Don West to try to make this seem exciting right now?
0: And I love how he how he's wearing overalls.
2: Former U.S. heavyweight champion. Yeah. He won that U.S. title back in 1994,
0: Tanae. Hmm. Yeah, years, nine. <laughs> nine years ago, Tanae.
1: Okay, he hits Hex off from behind as he's hoeing with those 2 by 4
0: As he's hoeing with his 2x4. <laughs> oh! I wanted Jared to choke him over the middle rope and be like, "I'm the best," and then Duncan be like, "Hogan, the <laughs> Hogan's the best, brother.
2: <laughs> Tough guy."
1: Blazing this is a
0: disappointment. I mean, who, who cares?
1: I'll be honest with you. I I hate him too, but I'd be more excited for Honky Kong, man. Oh, I don't know about that. You'd rather see Jim Duggan than Honky Tonk, man? Yeah. yeah. well. Look, I, you know like, Honky Hunk- Tonk
0: would not take a bump. Under no well, circumstances. I think
1: it. I might be saying that, though, because we've seen Hacksaw, like you said.
0: Yeah.
1: Whereas Honky Tonk, man, we haven't seen here in TNA. So then at least it'd be like, oh, Honky Tonk, man's here.
4: Right. And then
1: the match would happen and you'd realize, well, oh, my God, he just hit t- fucking Jerry in the head with a pumpkin. And yeah. pumpkins aren't white, man.
0: Well, he missed them on that one. He hit the ring set.
2: Good autumn. I, I
0: thought he was gonna put the pumpkin over his head. Well, if he was smart, he would have. Oh, break the announcer's table! I get Chipotle for life. One Chipotle bowl a day for my the rest of my life from
1: Dallas. Yeah, well, you're lying about that. Jim, Jim Duggan's using a chair on Jerry as he's laid across the table. The poor uh, girl here, Ringshead, grabbed Jared's guitar so they wouldn't break before they're supposed to.
2: I,
0: was just, <laughs> I noticed that. The whole point of them is for them to break, and she's like, nope. This is going to go over Duggan's head.
1: Look at the crowd chant USA, so sad. They just want to have some kind of fun, so they're chanting with him, but you can tell they don't mean it. No, they don't. Jarrett on the middle rope. With a fucking forearm off the middle rope to the back of Jim Duggan.
0: Yeah, this stuff is this is devastating. Look at that. Oh, he caught him. Chokeslam. What is he, Kane? Here we go. What the fuck? He just chokeslammed Jeff Jarrett. I didn't even know that Duggan knew how to do that.
2: Yeah, me either. Duggan
0: is destroying Jarrett with more and more strikes.
1: I almost, like, just don't even know what to say right now. Like...
0: What can you say? It's a Jim Duggan match in 2003. It is the main event. This reminds me of when I went to a... uh, When was it? 2007? 2006? I went to a WWE house show and Jim Duggan was the first match against Charlie Haas. Talk
1: about a throwback.
0: I was like, holy shit. Jim Duggan is here? Why?
1: Trademark 2x4, but Don Cal is here to make the save.
0: Look at that. Oh no, Jeff Jarrett is probably going to get his guitar. Yep. Oh, he's right there. Duggan, turn around. Oh, fuck. It barely broke? He barely got him with it. Dude, the back just slid off. He
1: pinned him. Duggan never gets pinned. That's a shocker. Jimmy Hart. That's two weeks in a row. Two Hogan friends in a row.
0: What are the Redshits? Are the Redshits arresting Jim Duggan? (laughs) What are they doing? Citizens' arrest? This is ridiculous.
1: Oh my God! So he said it's time for the immortal Hulk Hogan, dude. They're gonna get fans to not come to these shows.
0: I don't even remember a time when Jimmy Hart managed Jim Jim Duggan.
1: Wait, why does why does Jimmy Hart have his cheaters on now?
0: Yeah, what is going on with that? Is it after nine? That's probably that was the beginning
1: of the end for him, which it didn't go well. So now you know who was in the limo, but do you know who was in? Do we know who's in the Hummer? Let's see. This guy howls at the moon. Oh, who's behind him, Bob? Rick Steiner. That's right. The dog. Who, face we've grumbling. also
0: seen. Well, we saw him on the first show. Didn't we? He was on the first show, right?
1: Yeah, I believe he was in the gauntlet gauntlet goal. I'm pretty sure.
0: Jeff, they're barking. You know who's behind you. Just turn around. Rick Steiner is the other
1: fucking guy. Did Jimmy Hart really manage Rick Steiner? I don't I don't remember this stuff Well the fans seem a little bit more excited to see him
0: I mean if I had to choose between Rick Steiner and Jim Duggan, I'm definitely choosing Rick Steiner
1: Yeah uh, they're fighting in the crowd so this is still a Jarrett match
0: Yep I think Rick Steiner is about to win the NWA world title.
1: Oh, he's using chairs and stuff. Is it actually a title match?
0: No. Oh.
1: I don't think so. I hope not. I don't think it is, but what do I know? We're getting two Jarrett matches on this show. Who would have thought?
0: You know what? It should have been Nikita Koloff. They should have had Nikita come out.
1: I would have popped, man.
0: Yeah, because you actually would have known who he was this time. Yeah,
1: nephew Nikita. Had a great cage match with Magnum TA and eighty six.
2: <laughs> Whatever. Oh, uh, we're just Simon rolling for the crowd.
1: I'm sorry i I feel bad because I don't know what to what to say.
0: You just gotta say it. Rick Steiner hitting Jarrett with chair shots. A right hand in the crowd.
1: Another right hand in the crowd. Jarrett threw Rudy Charles in between them.
0: What? Now no he's got way. another chair. Oh, okay, it he wrapped hit... that one on wow. Rick Steiner's yeah. head. <laughs> that might one. That one might hurt. Now we're going back to the ringside area.
1: The pumpkin back in Oh, play. he hit
0: Rick with a pumpkin. That ain't right. Everybody knows that Rick Steiner has a pumpkin allergy. That's rude. I believe you did that. You're probably breaking out on hives.
1: We're at an hour forty-nine minutes and six seconds as Rick Steiner ducks some clotheslines. Oh. oh caught him with a power sling.
2: He's yelling at
1: him. I think they should get that. What did they call it in WCW, The where they brought the cage down in the ring? It was like a circle cage. Oh, the asylum? Is that what well, it literally, was?
0: Literally, the asylum cage. In the asylum. Why are they not doing that? They should do that. Because I remember that. It was like Rick Steiner and Tank Abbott beating up Scott Steiner. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Rick Steiner just went to the top rope, and holy shit, he landed on the back of Rudy Charles.
0: What a surprise.
2: Oh, oh yeah, that is Rudy. Okay. I was like, wait, am I wrong?
1: Jarrett, I wonder what he's got.
2: Is it a guitar?
1: Oh, fuck. He hit him wicked good. It's stuck on his head. The bell rings, though. Why
0: would Don West be like, what? He has another guitar. He walked out with two.
1: Wait, why'd the bell ring when the ref is knocked out? Is that the best you can do? That's two down. Okay, Jimmy Hart, you probably should not bring any more.
0: Yeah, he's probably getting arrested. He's
2: begging for
1: Hogan.
0: Come on out, Jimmy.
1: Look at Don Callis in the ring, praising Jarrett. Wait, Jimmy Hurt has sunglasses on now instead of his cheaters.
0: What is going on, Jimmy? Too many changes.
1: You got a little lucky tonight, baby, but I promise you one thing. It's been signed. It's been sealed. And next week, and it will be delivered right here on TNA, it's going to be Jeff Jarrett against A man called Sting?
2: What?
0: Did he sign the contract? (laughs) You better have signed it.
1: Wait a second, Bob. Wait a second. What in the fuck? Wait, we have Sting versus Jarrett in a week, and we have a one week build off for Sting versus Jeff Jarrett?
0: Yeah. Talk about a hard pivot. Holy shit! Okay, well, uh, going is up- that is that a title match or or what? What's going on?
1: No, they didn't say that part. But um, uh, how long was our, our show here?
0: Uh, that was one hour fifty one minutes and twenty seven seconds.
1: Okay, so what would you think about that one, Bob?
0: <sighs> Dallas. Um. Uh, boy, I'm gonna say, uh, in the middle again.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm definitely in the middle of this one. In fact, because of how, how big of a stinker that main event stuff is, I'm almost tilting down. I might just say boy, a straight up... wait a minute. Dude, wait. that, that was bad. Come on. I'm not, I'm gonna be a straight up middle right now. Yeah. But, man... That that Jim Duggan thing was rough. Yeah, it was. And the fact that the fans literally thought it was going to be Hogan, dude. They thought, and they were like, "Bring Gimme Hogan!" Oh, we have a limo. Oh, it's Jimmy Hart's. He managed it. Oh, that was bad. That was not good. I really think I'm going to say it right now. I'd be shocked if we break a thousand people in this building next week because of what they just pulled.
0: Dude, if you're getting Sting, though, they're going to fucking...
1: Well, that's a good point. No, you're right. Okay, I already see. No, you're right. With Sting, they'll probably get a bunch of people, but I don't think they're going to get the, what, 1,400 that they did the last time he was here.
0: Uh...
1: You're letting people down, man. You can't do that shit.
0: Yeah, but there, I think they'll get... I say they'll get 1,300. Well,
1: I guess we'll see, but... That's, is
0: that all we know now? Well, we know that in the last man standing,
1: I guess. The last man standing, we know Ekmo and Siaki versus America's Most Wanted, so they're no longer getting those tag team titles. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird move to me. Yeah. Um, and we're starting the Invitational. We got the Invitational Battle Five Man Battle Royal.
0: To... Who do you think will be in it? I'm I'm sure of it. That Sharp Boy will be in it.
1: Um. I guess we don't know how many people total are in it, but five, the last five, unless yeah, it is five from, yeah. at least five. Sanjay Dutt, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I agree with Sharkboy. I would have to say Saban. Sure. Uh, since it was teased, I i think a wild card is going to be Styles. Really? Yeah, I think he's going to surprise us, and I think Styles is going to end up being in it.
0: Mm. I, don't know about that. Um, I
1: would Kazarian probably right. Kazarian, yeah. Um, I guess I don't. I guess I don't know who else because we haven't featured a lot of X Division guys recently.
4: Yeah. Like
1: different ones, so I guess I'm pretty interested to see who else they could be. It'd be nice if we could bring in at least like one surprise that's not Kid Romeo for an X Division match. Kid Romeo, Tony Mama Luke. They could. They could bring him back. Why not? You never know.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Um, so,
1: I guess when you when you look at it, next week is definitely looking, I would say, significantly better. But this week, dude, that ending that was a stinker for a main event. Yeah, Ray, I, mean, you- I like I liked that the first
0: forty minutes was all action for the most part, yeah. and then we yeah. get uh, the fifteen minute fucking promo shit with Jared Really tilted the show, and then. You can't have a dud of a surprise like that with Duggan.
1: Yeah, and I think that, I mean, Raven and Vampiro, I think, satisfied my Raven-Vampiro, like, want.
4: Mm, yeah.
1: Uh, so, like, that, I was, like, satisfied with that. Um, do we see Vampiro going forward, do you think? Or do you think that's kind of it? Well, I guess let's look at history, too. Uh, I mean, Sting's coming in, right? Yeah, yeah. When Yeah, with Sting coming in,
0: I mean... I'm assuming Vampiro's out.
1: Well, I guess if so, I, I'm not completely disappointed with Vampiro's little run here. I think it, it satisfied what we what we needed it to. I think it was a good feud.
2: Yeah.
4: If we
1: see if we see him again, cool. If not, um, there it
2: was. Yeah.
0: Be, it's know. kind of a bummer though if it's really it for Vampiro. Because I do like Vampiro.
1: I do too. And I really, like I said, I, yeah. I like his look a lot here in TNA too. Like, I don't know, it's just different. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But I I would assume we are finishing off the Raven New Church storyline next week. Unless we're gonna add someone new into it and we're gonna start it up again. Yeah. But we do have a bunch to look forward to, I would say, and uh I mean, this wasn't a bad show, but it was just a bad, uh, some bad booking decisions is more of the issue here, really. Yeah, like two weeks in a row, it's like bad booking decisions. Yeah, but last week, I I feel like I enjoyed last week more than this one, just because of like, this show, like, this show concluded a lot of, I would say, stuff for us. Like, Abyss and Kid Cash have to be done, right? I mean, where else is that going to go? That's got to be done. (laughs) Unless unless Abyss needs to get, like, a pinfall victory over Cash, I guess. Yeah. Um, We know America's Most Wanted is working our way back to fighting Swinger and Diamond for the titles. Yeah. Um, But the Jared stuff, see, I'm telling you right now, we're introducing Sting. Well, there goes the idea of these uh, Hogan, Jimmy Hart-managed jobbers. Uh, And I, I don't... We might see Jimmy Hart next week, but I would be willing to bet some money that we won't be seeing him after that very much. Because you bring in Sting already for it. Yeah. Uh, he's Sting, the top of the line type of. Yeah. And Sting versus Jared, he should, dude. He should be the last person that Jimmy brought in. I agree. And I think. Uh, so here's what I would have done. And not even. I, I'm ignoring the whole Jimmy Hart bullshit. I'm, this is more my focus on Sting real quick. I think that's some that's something to build toward, right? So, obviously, we have Sting for potentially what three more matches, right? Because we did one match.
0: Mm, so we have well, four two, matches. Two more after this one, then.
1: Yeah. yeah, I feel like Jarrett versus Sting. They, I feel like, would have been a nice way to end off two thousand three. Obviously, we. I don't know what how they necessarily get to that, but we'd end off right there, and then. Obviously, if I don't think Sting would win the title because he's not going to be here very much. But then it's like a nice like reset, a nice way to end 2003 before a little bit of break. Um, and then there we go. Yeah. I don't know. I think a one-week build for it is like not great because that's definitely something they could have hyped up more. But I feel like that's kind of almost the way that Sting's matches have to be booked right now if he's only here for sporadic appearances as well. It's a really tough situation.
0: Yeah, I mean they definitely rush it, but I think you kinda have to.
1: I'd say they have to for the only reason of they're letting everyone down so badly with this Hogan situation. Right. If it wasn't for that, I would probably disagree a lot more, to be honest.
0: Yeah. No, I absolutely agree.
1: But I don't know. We'll see what happens, man. I feel like I flip flopping back and forth, but I've seen both sides of this and that, that whole hacksaw and Rick Steiner stuff left a really bad taste in my mouth, but some of the other stuff on the show I liked, but I don't know. Sting's exciting. I'm excited about next week. I think there's a lot of potential for next week. Uh,
0: I'm definitely interested in seeing Sting and how,
1: like how he works, I guess, because, I mean. Well, Sting in a singles match will be fun, because the last one was a yeah. tag team match where he teamed with Jarrett so in a singles capacity I actually think that's going to be fun to see
0: yeah I think that's what I'm most interested in
1: is to see him in a singles match so
0: yeah Uh, I can safely say that like in 2003 if this if that was the announced thing I'm probably like all right, this show may have not been what I wanted but it's staying I'll probably check it out
1: yeah I think so too so and I feel like there's a real good chance we know that X Division Battle Royal thing is probably going to be pretty good. I don't want to. I would imagine, but you, and you know what? I'm going to say I'm
0: going to say Amazing Red returns.
1: Ooh, that's I like that. I really do hope that happens. That's my guess. Well, we will find out, and I hope you guys will find out with us next week as we continue this journey of TNA wrestling. Yeah. Do you have have anything else for this uh, episode, Dallas, or no? Uh, I think that pretty much covers it, Bob. Send us home so we can, so we can go see Sting, brother. I'm ready. Next
0: week, it's Sting against Jeff Jarrett. I'm looking forward to it. Until then, for Dallas Gridley, I'm Bob Gang Jr. And this has been the TNA Cross the Line podcast.